Welcome to the Get Deep Podcast, where premium spirits meet quality conversation. Featuring your extremely good-looking co-hosts, Aaron Jones and Wes Otto. Now, take off those floaties, get your ass out of the shallow end, and let's get deep. Oh, boy. I've been waiting for this episode. Uh, we've been trying to track down this pretty boy for a really long time. He's very difficult. We've gotten tra- in touch with his agents multiple times. Uh, but they have a tough time even tracking him down because they say that... Um, he is just uh, number one, a flight risk. Also, um, just you know, his hair. I'll just stop there. Yeah, I was gonna say it's actually killing me to have headphones on. It is. <laughs> it is crimping the hair a bit. Yeah. It. Uh, well, sacrifices must be made, though. The sacrifices always have to be made. We appreciate your sacrifices. <laughs> if you can tell from the laugh, tell from the voice tonight, our fantastic guest on the Get Deep podcast is the Matthew. James Long. I already know his middle name, so I don't have to ask him, even though I do that for a lot of guests, but he is um, my best friend Hey, hey. of <laughs> uh, t- almost 20 years, going on 20 years here. Yeah. Um, we go way back. He's also one of my business partners with Jay Long's, and um, yeah, just a lot, of, a lot of history between us, and we'll go over that tonight. So thanks for joining us on the podcast tonight. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, it's fun. It's so, so far. Yeah. <laughs> you, You're really selling it with that. Thank you. I don't think he realized that we recorded in a shoe closet and that we're holding hands while we're recording this. No, I always kind of had a hunch. Yeah. I yeah. always had a hunch. Thanks. <laughs> you won't be able to tell that whose hand's on whose leg while we're doing this, so that's kind of part of the fun. But. I can tell you two are best friends already, and this is the kind of shit me and Alec used to do. <laughs> we were supposed to. We were talking about doing a best friends episode with Matt. That would have been great. Might, we still might have to do it. Matt, yeah. myself, and yourself, and Alec. We're going to have to put a warning on that episode ahead of time that this is going to be nothing like that episode. When we do it, that's going to be nothing but a shit show. We're just going to be yeah, drinking no, yeah, no and talking. Outline, yeah. just, yep. There'll be no storytelling outside of storytelling. Right? I was like, saying, yeah. we, Constant we, bullshit. Yeah, we won't get into anyone's background. We'll just <laughs> be one of those one time we were at the bars. We're going to have to have two E's on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. double explicit. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, thank you. So Matt's on uh, the podcast tonight. It is a hot ass uh, June day and it's 100 degrees today. So it's steamy out there, but uh, we feel good. We feel good here. We're drinking um, some delicious beverages that we'll talk about later. Um, But I want to get into, Matthew, um, what you remember about when we first met uh, and how that connection started on your end. And then, of course, I'll fill in some gaps there, too. Hmm. Uh, as well so all right um, <clears throat> well i documented it's so all i wrote it down in my journal it's a lie i don't have a journal yeah, he that's what he's I trying mean, to no, pretend like. journal. aaron yeah. is a journaler <laughs> diary thank you very much I, I, I don't know whatever you know gold jacket green jacket <laughs> um so no um it's funny you bring it up because we were talking about this just the other night he was at he was over at my place and uh i guess we we don't talk we don't really talk about it that often so it I think we both thought we knew each other from slightly different times when we, long story short, we met in high school, right? Uh, We met through running because, you know, that's what a average American boy does is run, not football. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, But no, we did. We met, we met in track and uh, 
Yeah, I was. We like that. We always, whenever we tell a story, we always say like we were we were two outcasts. But in, in all reality, we weren't really outcasts. I think we were both a little weird. And if a you, little, if you've seen any of our videos, <laughs> clearly nothing has changed. If anything, we've just just stoked the flame on that one. But no, so um, I was in, in eighth grade. Aaron was in ninth grade, and I was a uh, kind of an, an up and coming runner, if you will. And Aaron was was with the ninth grade team. Was still was a good runner. I was kind of running with those guys, and that's how we initially met. I don't, and I, I was telling you the other night, I don't think we, uh, like, right, right away just, like, hit it off. We're like, yeah, we're too – because it was never like, we're too outcast. I don't think we ever actually thought we were outcasts. I think we were just like, you know, these that team is them, and we kind of fit in in our own way, but over time we realized our, we fit in because we're the weird ones. But, uh, no, actually, so, all right. To go back, to get back onto the story, we uh, I think where it all kind of started for us is, was it your 10th grade year and my 9th grade year? Uh, I think it was think the, so. fo- the following year. <clears throat> um, it was cross country, and we'd made it to state. And we were actually alternates, which sounds like it's not that great, but in all... It's the in all, best. In all honesty, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> no pressure. Nothing. Like, we were just... Because in the following years, we ended up going back to state, and we were running. And you look, you got, you know, you're dialed in. Yep. But when you're an alternate, it's just good old times. It's time to have fun. Oh, yeah. Yep. And we were like, hey, we, you know, as every, you know, ninth and 10th grade boy thinks, uh, we, we were ladies' men, you know, like, they all, <laughs> they all wanted us in, in our minds, you know. So we were like, yeah, let's go. There's some, I saw some Laverne chicks down there. Because it was Laverne, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them so looked our way for a second. I think her. she was just crossing the street, and she that's, happened to look our way a block down. And we thought she wanted us. Yeah, yeah. That's all it took. So we we decided we were going to go and try to get numbers, or I don't remember. You were exactly going to get some Laverne action. That's what you were going to do. Do you want to play Scrabble? To be honest, we were at the American in uh, Nor- uh, Northfield. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, pickings were slim. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, but that's that was I think when we hit it off. And yeah, we hung out in the uh, so we were alternates, and from what I remember, I'm jumping on your story here, but I do remember us going there, and we didn't have to run, so we ended up rooming together as alternates. Yep. I brought my Xbox yep. along. We played video games. We ended up uh, making friends with some Laverne ladies that were there, and uh, hot tubbing with them, and in the pool slash hot tub area, and just kind of chatting, and thought we were macking, you know, because whatever. Oh yeah, we thought we were. Really weren't, but um, but we didn't have to run, so we we stayed up a little, you know, later than all the rest of the other runners, and we were we were just having a good time. And I think him and I just you started. That's where the bullshit kind of relationship, the kind of bantering friendship, yep. being able to joke around a lot started during yeah, that well, trip. Because yeah, because no, you got to think we're two little like scrawny white guys, right? And we're like, all right, we're gonna go try to hit on these chicks. And all, and we're just surrounded by other scrawny white guys. Really, I mean, in all, in all honesty, we're just a bunch of scrawny kids, and none of us really had any game. None of us, but some of us were stupid enough to think we did. Sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> yep. And that really was all that mattered. So we, uh, I think we actually earned some respect from some of the guys, which is like weird because we didn't do anything. We didn't, we didn't even succeed. I don't think we got any numbers or anything. <laughs> 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 but we were like, yeah, we thought we, they it was. 
it was like you said, it was just our way so that we connected. Let's fast forward from you guys being ninth grade horny boys. Yes, yeah. Move yeah, into sure, sure, another sure. part of the story. Now which we're 35 is, year old horny men. There you go. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> fast forward. Well, that's where the ground that's where the groundwork started, right? So, um, and again, Maddie, jump in as you go. But I remember that, and then of course, uh, you and I just continued to kind of hang out and and get to become better friends and better runners and meet more of the other upperclassmen who Mankato West um, actually had a very successful cross country and track team. Yep. You know, multiple runners who were. Uh, again, a lot of people, you know, you think of basketball, you think of football, you think of other sports, but um, they don't get the runners don't get the love a lot of times like those other sports do. But Mankato West um, had a really good distance running team, and that's that's uh, and they had some good sprinters and some pole vaulters and, and things for track too and and whatnot. But um, we got to know a lot of those guys, and they kind of pulled us up through the ranks. We eventually realized, okay, like let's it didn't just become kind of a, th- a sport to jump into as a hobby. It was more yeah. like, okay, we're going to compete. We're going to actually like dedicate time to this. And I feel like that dedication, I'll let you jump in in a second, but that dedication of actually wanting to be better and uh, further the Mankato West legacy of track and cross country yeah. really pulled you and I and others in the same arena. I think it, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, it. we didn't even understand what we were getting into, right? I think I went out for cross country initially because I wanted to get in better shape for hockey, right? And all of a sudden, yeah, we're like I, I was pretty good to, to begin with, and then on top of it, yeah, West was a solid program, so it was really easy to kind of just fall into it. And we had a really great coach. Our coach Jim Bassett was just awesome. Like he knew how to just turn out runners, but he also knew how to teach us how to do it right i mean a lot of it wasn't you don't just get with distance running you don't just happen to be good at it you can have some natural ability but you usually have to keep building on that you have to keep you have to try to get better right and he just knew how to keep these kids going he knew how to keep us grouped up and i think that's what happened with us is we just got we were very similar in in uh in talent so we just naturally found each other or found found ourselves running with each other and, you know, getting closer and closer. Um, but no, it was, yeah, we, we I, I always, I think back on every once in a while, I'm like, man, we just, it, it was a culture, right? And it's a lot of like what we do with, with Jay Longs. I'm sure we're probably headed there, but so much of what we do there, I think was, we don't, it started from back in that day, right? We just know you got to grind. Sometimes it's, and with running or life, it's not always easy, and you just got to keep grinding. And you get into the clear, and all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, this is easy. You know, and, uh, but you don't forget terms, but I'm getting way too deep. So, it's too early to get this deep, boys. <laughs> Trying to keep well, this a shallow dive. Perfect amount. Keep drinking there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say, uh, from a results standpoint, over your time from, you know, ninth grade on, what did that result in, that culture? Was it uh, some state? competition births it sounds like but yes was there some records how, how did things go so for yeah. you guys and for the team yeah actually um so this is your moment to brag i don't i don't even like doing this because it sounds like glory days i almost thought about wearing my letter jacket in and i'm not even kidding i was like what <laughs> can i do if it, it wouldn't have been a hundred yeah. day yeah maybe yeah, that would have been even funnier <laughs> but um what are the results we we had 
multiple state births in cross country. I want to say we we ended up sixth place in state, fourth place in state. Like the year we got fourth, we thought we were gonna be top three. Like we really did. We yeah. got we got fleeced. Yep. Um, that's glory days, right there. Yeah. It's like there's this one course in Hutchinson. Every time we drive, I drive by with my wife, Lake Marion. Yep. I'm like that's. So she's like, I know. <laughs> I she, know. Want, she now she she's says it before it. you can you've, say it. You've told me 15 times. <laughs> I'm like, did, did I show you where the kick was? She's like, shut up, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, no, it was. Uh, so yeah, we had a lot of success, and like Aaron was saying with track, we had we had a really good track program. Not our distance core was amazing, but we had really good sprinters. Um, I was driving by West on the way here, and I mean the true team state uh, track state was all done, done over the years that we were there, and, and and it wasn't really. I can't say it was really just us. I mean we were we were role players. We had some guys that were just phenomenal that we got that we had the pleasure to run with and got had pleasure of calling friends and had the pleasure of TPing their house and <laughs> other things. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a. You know, we, we did. We we won a lot, and um, there was such a good um, kind of j- just a good mentality about the program. You know, people there's a winning mentality about the program. There was a standard. It was a it was a standard of what was acceptable. And Jim Bassett again was kind of on the forefront of that. Um, he instilled in us, and he went down. He's he's now in the. Uh, he's our neighbor. He, well, he's he's our neighbor, but he's also in the Minnesota. Uh, oh yeah, state high school uh, track or no, state high school hall of fame. Yeah, he's right? in the state high school Co- track, and, hall of fame track and field hall of fame or coaches hall of fame. I mean, the guy just there's certain people in your life that can pull things out as a coach or as a mentor, and he did that. And it wasn't because he did it with a multitude of words. You know, no, he did in fact, it, he, he hardly said anything. He, he did it. He um, said something to you, you listen. Well, you listen because he didn't say a lot. He didn't ramble on like I would do um, as a coach. But he he um, he really excelled in, in uh, bringing the best out of each individual person, which is, which is great. And... Um, so suffice it to say, you know, we won a lot of achievements within the program at West and distance running myself and Matt, our abilities were similar. So we ran together a lot. We trained our asses off in the summer and, and really kind of pushed each other all the time, which ended up really laying the groundwork that's, well, for where we are ultimately, now. That's what I think was taught was it was a, he, what coach Bassett taught us was, the culture, right, and how to build that because you can be good for a year, but if you are always coming back every year and you're like, what we did last year was what we did last year. Now it's time to do this. And that was what it was. We were always like, yeah, last year was great, but now we go. Yeah. And he just kept reloading, and we just, yeah, we. I, it's 100 degrees out as we're doing this. There was plenty of 100-degree days. I dragged Aaron out of his bed at 8 o'clock because he did not want to go to summer practice. And we knew where he lived. Yeah. <laughs> we knew he, where everybody he, lived. <laughs> but he lived just down the street. So we sure. would. We'd just go right over to his house and be like, dude, come on. Yeah. He's like, ah, okay. He'd nudge me, actually. Hey, we got to get up. There was a couple times you guys came <laughs> up to get me. I'd roll, I'd roll over, Aaron, we got to go to practice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweetheart, let's go. 
Let's yeah. go. That's good. <laughs> For those of you listening, we are not gay. Um, some people think we are. You because keep I, telling yourselves that. I have, to, I have to tell this uh, quick funny story. Um, hey, you know what? We live in 2022. I don't give a shit if, if uh, oh, you're no, gay, nothing, nothing, you're bisexual, transsexual. It's, I don't. It's totally cool. Live your life, right? Uh, early on in the days when you first bought into Jay Long's, though, him and I um, bought in. We'd go to business meetings and business after our functions. And we would go around introducing each other, um, e- well, going around introducing ourselves to other people at these these meetings with our suits on, of course. And Matt, a lot of times, uh, would go up to people and be like, hey, you know what? Hey, I'm Matt, I'm Matt Long. This is my partner, Aaron. And okay, we're, we're the best dressed guys there. I'm just going to say yeah, it because we do vibes, sell yeah. sweet threads, right? So we're the best dressed guys there. Matt's over here introducing us at, you know, introducing me as his partner. And I have to say, ah, we're Business partners. We're business. actually business partners. Put the B just in front clarify. of that. Uh, well, know, here's so here's the deal. Just had to clarify. There's that, worse assumptions. It was fun. There's, oh yeah. There's worse be. assumptions because yeah. if I, I swung I that still, way, would I want to climb that tall drink of water? Of course, <laughs> sure. There you go. Why not? It could there be worse. Go. The real love is coming out now. <laughs> I was gonna say worse. the worse assumption is I still almost like to yesterday even get the hey i saw you and your wife bought zans or sister sister really emphasis on the sister so yeah that's always a good one yeah that that, i didn't even think about that went with it (laughs) like yeah uh, whatever well even funnier there's a picture of like our 30 year or 25 year anniversary on the wall at zans and it's a picture of my dad and my sister because they were way more involved right and so people are always like yeah, Rick and his wife in that picture over there. <laughs> and Molly's like, nope, nope, no thank you, nope. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I uh, I just want to, we'll close the chapter on the, the running situation, but I think it's such a good uh, way to start the podcast with because it's such a... Um, it's such an important part of our history about how we started to become friends, how the foundation was laid about our loyalty to each other, if you will, about running together, going through that, that shittiness of running like 50, 60 miles a week, yeah. um, oh, you know, and, and, and winning and winning a lot of Terrible. a lot of races uh, together as a team. Um, but it really helped us in business, which we'll talk about next. Um, I think it it really laid the groundwork of being able to push through the pain when things were tough and challenging. And, and of course the, there's always going to be challenges um, and, uh, and whatnot, but the early days of when we took over, there was a lot of challenges. And I think honestly, without that history of Maddie and I being able to go through that uncomfortable phase of, of pushing each other outside the comfort zone and, and, and being able to say, okay, we got to show up, dude, we got to kick ass. You know, we got to do this multiple days in a row, multiple months, multiple years in a row. I think without that, I don't know if, I don't know if Jay Longs would be around today and we'll get into a little bit of that too. Um, cause I think it's a big part of our story. Yeah, it, uh, no, I agree. It, cause so much of what we learned there, it does it just, it slides right over into life. And did coach Bassett not to, backtrack back into the the running piece but in my football days which obviously were way more impactful on me than you guys uh we actually had a great coach that was also in the hall of fame that uh he talked about as a part of his program he was not building football players he was building young men and so he would constantly give us lessons that applied not only in football fields but also in real life and it sounds like that was a lot of what you guys took away whether or not that was intentionally what bill was doing 
Uh, not Bill, sorry, Bassett. Jim. Jim, Jim, yeah. Jim Bassett. Yeah. I think there was a city administrator named Bill Bassett. I think you're right, yeah. 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 Anyways, um, is that something that uh, Bassett was doing with you guys, or was that just more subtle? Was it was that very just subtle. It? He was never just, he was never direct about like, hey, this, you're going to use this later on in life. But I remember one time, and I've told this story a bunch of times, um, he lit Aaron up. Like, he, he chewed him a new asshole, and it was hilarious, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was. And I don't remember... I don't remember where the race was or how it all went down, but he, you never, you never would stop running until you got across the finish line. Mm-hmm. It's really easy when you're on a, you know, three mile race or two mile race. It's just it's a long race. Really easy to just be like, all right, five minutes or five minutes, <laughs> five feet in front. You don't think anybody's around you. Just cut the cord, walk through the finish line. Not really walk. You just pull up. You just kind of pull up a yeah. little bit and you coast through. Yep. You don't, but you don't run through it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't run through it one time. And, you know, most times after meets, Bassett didn't have a whole lot to say. He'd be like, you know, good job, da 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 It was very, very low-key. But this one day, he decided <laughs> he was going to teach everybody a lesson and Aaron was it was the go and I'm like what because it was so <laughs> out of con it was so out of character I kind of out of character for him because he usually you had to do something that was really bad for him to light you up sure. this one even in my opinion seemed <laughs> kind of light yeah a little light <laughs> like maybe he had a bad day or something I don't know but he uh he's like I'll but I'll never forget it and it and I still remember it, even when like now when at work right we'll be uh working hard and all of a sudden, you know, you got a vacation coming up, and it's yep. really easy to start. You know, oh, I got a couple of days, so I got to get maybe in Jamaica. Get this, it'll be great, whatever. No, we we always just mentally, it was. It's always just no. You work until that last, until you're done with that last ship, and then go ahead, have as much fun as you want. Come back whenever you know, a week later, or whatever. Yeah, finish strong. Um, but it's hard to do that. Yeah. Right. And. That's. I think that's the the underlying lesson. I don't think he ever. I never think Bass was thinking. All right, someday, Matt's gonna be getting ready for a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee right. this never crossed his mind. Right. But but you know it. But it rings true because you do. You have to. I mean, you can't cut corners in business because if you do, it all starts adding up. You cut one, you're like, okay, whatever. But you start cutting more and more and more and more, and all of a sudden. And you're not the only one doing it. The people watching you start doing it, and right. now, yeah, all hell's broken loose. You know, right? No, yeah, Aaron in the back drinking whiskey. Oh yeah, just well, kidding. That's, that's normal. normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I just pulled up a little bit on that race because nobody's around me, and and I think I was running a two mile. Um, yeah, there was nobody. I think it was buying. a two mile there race, was, like eight laps on the track, it. and I just pulled up a little bit, like ten meters before the end, because nobody was near me. I was tired as hell. And yeah, he chewed me a new one. Uh, he chewed me, yeah, a new one, a hard one. I don't know, yes. whatever. He he got on my case pretty hard about that, and I was just like, oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't like I was running like a shitty time either, you know. No, but yeah, it was. A, it was a he had a good race. He made me an, exa- <laughs> an example, was, you know, and that was okay. I mean, and I never, I never let up again. In fact, I pushed harder. Uh, I think, in spite every race going forward, and to the point of. Uh, making myself puke many times and collapse at one race too. I mean, that that's a lot more detail, but it, it, but that's like, it was such a good lesson again. We're going back to lessons, but like business mentors, you know, I recently, I, I wrote a commercial on the radio about 
mentors, you know, like fathers and father figures. And I wouldn't necessarily consider Jim Bassett like a father figure, but I would, I would consider him a mentor. Um, and you know, in life, we all have them. When you're listening to this podcast, we all have people, men, women, whoever, maybe grandparents, maybe a father, maybe a mother, people that teach you things and Mm -hmm. mentor you. And some do it with a lot of words and lessons and some do it with not many words. And Jim, again, Bassett was one of those people who didn't have to say a lot. He just expected a lot. Yep. And, and that was enough. You you wanted to please that guy. You wanted to, to win because you knew that God damn, that guy. Well, and you'd keep the others accountable too. So right. you'd see someone else fucking and up. And it was and a line. Like, hey, and when, guy, when somebody makes it here. when somebody makes it to the Hall of Fame, that means they've done this for twenty, you know, twenty plus years of having that expectation and that standard that other people, every every new grade or every new generation that steps into that, they know that that's the that's the standard. So I think I think that's super cool, and we kept the, the tradition going, and it was it was fantastic. And again, going into business, um, again pivoting into that because I think people want to know a lot about Jay Long's and how that worked. But um, why didn't you, I want to jump back a little bit because I think it would be um, cool to ask you about your earliest memories of Jay Long's. Oh, I was like. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you, <laughs> I mean, you grew up in you grew up in the business. Dropped on your head. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Remember that much time <laughs> <laughs> before you. Yeah, when your pretty hair got messed up the first time when you were dropped in your head. Do you remember that? Shh, no. Okay. Well, you I, don't want to remember. No, it. I get you, it. But exactly. we're gonna talk Suppress about it. it. Yeah. Got to sit on. The, we have a fainting couch here. If you want to <laughs> s- lay on that or talk about your earliest days. So, what do you remember? Um, obviously, Maddie, you are um, a part of the the. Uh, Jay Long's family used to be Knight's Chamber, for those of you who are listening who aren't quite catching that yet. Um, a very well-established business here in Mankato since 1985 was Knight's Chamber, now it's Jay Long's. Um, so what are your earliest days? What do you remember? So the earliest memories I have <clears throat> um, they have to be, I bet it's late 80s. Uh, we were in the Madison East Center. And I, and there's and they're faint. Like I remember, I remember the layout of the store roughly. I remember where in the mall it was, but I mean, really, I was just the rugrat running around hiding in racks. Which mall? Uh, Madison East. Yep. Um, so I remember that. It gets a it gets a little more um, clear, and once once we moved out of Madison East and into River Hills, I you know I'd spend time there growing up. My dad would be working. On a, I remember Saturday mornings I'd have hockey and <clears throat> get done with hockey and I, I want to say hockey was at like eight o'clock in the morning. It was kind of early. We get done. And we'd scoot over to the store, do the books. I'd run around the store and you know screw around, do what kids do, and hide in the racks, whatnot. And uh, no, those were my early memories of it. And playing up in the, the one, of the one of the first stores in the mall, uh, the River Hills Mall. We. Uh, there was a an upstairs, and it was kind of a storage room, but it was like the best fort room there ever was. So myself and my brother Kyle would hang out up there, and basically, I think it was just like a like a daycare center for them. Basically, they just knew, <laughs> just send them up there. They'll hear some thumps every once in a while, and you would too, because you know stuff falls. Down. Yeah, <laughs> We're knocking stuff over, and yeah. you can hear your your downstairs like what the hell's going on up there. But uh, but no, I mean my a lot of my early days were spent. You know, and it, it, we didn't spend it. It's not like we were like literally being babysat there, but we would. My mom would have to come and have to run to Target or something, and so 
screw her out and screw up the upstairs for an hour and then the rest of the staff would hate you for the next I rest think, of the honestly, day. Honestly, <laughs> they never tell me. Like, cause I Jamie was around during those days, and one of the guys we work with. I've asked him, like, did you guys hate him when we came by? And he's <laughs> he's never really gave me like he's never said yes, but he's never really said, he's never exactly <laughs> no. said no. <laughs> you know. Buddy. Um but I think we were for the most part we were pretty good kids, but we, you know, it was it was for me, it just was normal. You know. Was it a big part of the conversation around the dinner table? Um, not in the early years. I mean, in the early years, it was a little bit. I mean, you had, I mean, not really. No, I mean, it wasn't ever like we were, we were discussing the store until, you know, probably till I still, well, when I went to high school and then it sure. became more apparent, like, Hey, you know, at that point I started working, not necessarily at the store, but I remember I had a stint at the store when I, I bet I was 15. What were you doing? Uh, attempting to sell and wasn't doing a very good job of it. So, but the, the, here's the thing, man. You're trying to sell men's clothing as a 15 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Think about the credibility there. Oh yeah. A 15 year old walks up to you. Guy, a little 15 year old boy <laughs> walks up to you. Hey, I'm gonna sell you some clothes. Yeah. Where's your dad? It's pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So, um, there was a short stint that first go around. I I ended up just doing a lot of the the grunt work. Just you know, sure. Taking boxes to the garbage, which isn't that bad of a g- job, really. I mean, I feel like it's head custodian is kind of a, you know, it's not as glorified as it should be, <laughs> but <laughs> but no. So that was my first go around there, and then about oh, I bet three years later, I ended up uh, my my parents had uh, acquired Orange Julius, so I was working there, mm-hmm. you know, because that's. I was a blender tender. I better put it out there. That's great. I was a blender tender. That's good. Um, but no, so I was working there. and Why did they get Orange Julius? Um, I think the opportunity just arose, and they thought, hey, this would be, be kind of cool. Shot at it. Yeah, and it was pretty fun for a while, but I was telling somebody today, I don't know why I was talking about Orange Julius twice in one day, but I said, you know, you don't. You know how many smoothies you have to make in order to make a living? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, probably pretty similar to how many Chilitos you got to make. It's a lot. You got to really <laughs> be pumping them out. But, ch- I mean, Chilitos, I eat like five of those. I'm not That's gonna the eat, difference. I'm not eating yeah. five smoothies in a day if I do, <laughs> you know. But, um, so I was a blender tender at Orange Julius. And I remember my dad. <laughs> this is the second go around. This my current go around, I guess I should say. <laughs> still on that one. <laughs> We're still on this go around. Um, he'd had a manager leave and walks on down. He's like, "Hey, you know, like we need we need some help at the store. Like, you know, you're I think I was 18 or 19 at the time." And he's like, "I think you're about ready to to give it a shot." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, you go just crazy in Orange Julius because half the nights you're working by yourself. Sure, and it is incredibly boring. So." He comes up and he's like, "Hey, you want a job over here?" Like, yeah. He's like, "All right, well, got to cut your hair and take your earrings out." I remember being like, <laughs> you know, because I was such a. I mean, I, <laughs> I wish people could see a picture of me while we <laughs> talk about this. Um, we will need photos for the social media pages because everyone's going to want to see this. Uh, so, I mean, I was just like any other high school kid, right? Where you have a shag because you know that's cool, and. I decided I, I was going to be rebellious and pierce my ears, um, which I actually did twice, funny story. I pierced them the first time, and that didn't stick 
with either my parents or my hockey coaches <laughs> so that, you know, they closed back up. But my senior year, I was like, I'm going to do it again, you know, because yeah. this is cool. Yeah. That's what you need is pierced ears. Yeah. So anyway, I, I he's like, you got to take these out. And you got to get your haircut. At that point, I was about ready to get rid of the haircut. It's like, all right, I'll get a haircut, but sure. earrings are a deal breaker. He's like, well, enjoy serving smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was like, you dick. So I, out of spite, I would take them out before I, before like before my shift. Sure, I'd go put them back in. That lasted probably like two weeks. Now like, <laughs> screw earrings. This is stupid. <laughs> Little hoop earrings. I was wondering yeah. if they were hoops. Oh, they were hoops. Yeah, because the studs hurt when you sleep. I don't oh. know how people do it. Sure. And they're like, no, they're not that bad. I'm like, yeah, I don't like something poking me in the head when I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pin cushion. Got a lot of opinions on this sort of stuff. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> <Yeah. Good. laughs> this is good. So you were, what, 18, 19? I think I was 19. And um, no, it was. All right. So. I was a sh- pretty shy kid. Which one he got there? Just killed your guys' bourbon. Before was, you go further, maybe that's a good... Uh, it is a good yeah. segue. I didn't actually do... This was not... It's not full when I started for the record. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Dick. Whole <laughs> bottle gone. I just crushed that. All right. Hold on for a second. Wes. Delicious. Yes. We should consider filling up some drinks here, boys, because of the fact that I truly believe we are blessed with one of the best sponsors uh drink sponsors that uh ooh, in the history of possibly mankind um tonight uh we are enjoying some delicious spirits from chankaska creek ranch winery and distillery thank you wes um a lot of people in this particular area if you're listening to us locally know who Chankaska is. They are located on Highway 22 towards St. Peter from Mankato. About three quarters of the way, they're known for their wine, but they are really starting to get to know, uh, to be known as a kind of full-service place with their um, their Ranch Road series, their spirits, their other drinks like their creams, and just so many things that they do, whether it's hosting uh, a wedding, whether it's hosting live music, whether it's just going out there for work functions, they offer so much. Um, I'm gonna Matt, Matt. Hey, I know that your beautiful wife Kelsey Long is the marketing coordinator out there. So I just want you to tell me a little bit about what you think of Chankaska and your experience. Oh man, that's a loaded question, isn't it? It is. Uh, no, Chankaska is fantastic. Um, not only, I mean, yeah, like you touched on their their wine. The wine's phenomenal, but a lot of people don't realize how good the whiskeys are. I mean, even I don't. Like we were talking before we started. He's like, "Have you tried the gin?" And I'm like, hey, "Come on, man! There's a bear shit in the woods." And I'm like, "Of course I've tried the gin, but I'm not even a big gin fan." But their their gin is pretty pretty damn good, especially the barrel aged gin. Oh, you always got one up me, don't you, Aaron? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, this is normal. <laughs> uh, their barrel-aged gin has won some awards and is super good. I was sipping on it a couple podcasts ago, but what are you sipping on right now? What are you, uh, what are you drinking what, over what there, that? Guy? I just killed one of them. Was it We're ranch, both doing was that the, the bourbon, I think. The bourbon? Yeah. Straight bourbon? Yeah, it was between between the bourbon and the rye. and, and We got a little Coke mixed in. We're doing just it. Just a uh, smidge. I yeah. usually wouldn't, but it's so 
damn hot out. Yeah, you kind of need it. It's a good summer drink. Yeah. And I like Coca-Cola, so what can I say? It's it's great. They just do so many things, and I think it's such a blessing to have the, their business locally um, to provide people with amazing drinks. And really more so, uh, well, I shouldn't say more so, the product is wonderful, and that's how it all starts. But if you really ultimately get the chance to go out to Chankaska and check out their grounds, yeah. Uh, especially this time of year, it is such a gem of a place that is different than just going to the patio of a local bar. And that's cool. But if you go out to their patio, they've got just a beautiful sprawling area. They've got the creek that runs through there. There's the feel of that area is really a gem. So if you get a chance, check out Chankaska uh, Winery. And uh, that's C-H-A-N-K-A-S-K-A. Check them out. You guys will love it. Thank you, Chankaska, for your sponsorship. We really appreciate it. It is good, though. The, I mean, you go out there, <clears throat> it's the type of place you walk, you know, you go out there, you're like, yeah, let's just go out there, let's have a class. We'll just do, we'll just do some tastings, you know? Okay. Afternoon is gone. Yeah, it just, oh, yeah. yeah, you get there at 1 o'clock, and you're like 6.30. You're like, I always well, put my bicycle in the back of my SUV. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to have to ride back on Highway 22. <laughs> because there's no way Super I can have safe. one drink. Super safe. I mean, I'm probably not the only one, right? Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, that's why they added the bike lane on 22. <laughs> yeah. Super safe. Yeah. Wes uh, packs his tricycle whenever we go out there, which, again, he pisses and moans because he's about, le- you know, it's like eight leaps and bounds behind me. Hey, wait up. I, I keep telling him to bring his bicycle, but he, he loves his tricycle. I am I'm much more of a motorized vehicle of any sort. So maybe maybe I actually used to have a moped. There's a fun story when we get Alec on because he had a brand new moped and I had like a nineteen eighty nine Honda like forty nine CC that needed black, a major tune up. Just black smoke just, coming up. Just back of it. fucking putted, man. Like this thing, I would take it down Monks Avenue. He would be going like a regular thirty five. I would go about nineteen. And I would have cars riding my ass. And I'm like, this is actually super dangerous, but they want me to get out of the middle of the lane and there's no way I'm getting out of the middle of the lane. <laughs> and they were just pissed. That's great. And Alec and I would take light up swords and, and have sword <laughs> fights on the moped. Totally got, responsible. We do have college to hear. Kids. We do have to hear more about that story when you yeah. get when we get Alec on. That would be great. But never a tricycle. Always a motorized vehicle. That's just my. <laughs> right? that's, that's how I operate. All right. Fine. Fine. So let's get back into uh, Matt Long, Matt, Matthew James Long here. So uh, we have, I, I think a lot of our listeners would be curious to know, I mean, they know you're part of the Long family, obviously. Um, we've, we've talked about our friendship history, and that's cool. Uh, but the history of the family business. So let's go back a little bit again. So Knight's Chamber was established in 1985 in Mankato. Madison East Mall is where the first location was opened up. Eventually in 1991, when the River Hills Mall was established, um, the family business had a location in River Hills, uh, in, in the Madisonese for just a smidge of time, and then also had a location in, yep. in the River Hills Mall, and then eventually, of course, only a location in the River Hills Mall, because that was the up-and-coming place to be. Yep. All right? Yep. Uh, the first location was uh, through the food court corridor. If you go in, kind of funneled through the food court into the main section off to the left, kind of where Zoomies is right now, correct? Yeah. If somebody's familiar with the mall. Close, close to that. It's where um, Midwest Wireless, Altel, uh, Verizon. I think Verizon still is that what's there now. I think so. 
Could it, be still in it's, there. It's yes, that location. And if yeah. I walked back there, I could tell you where the staircase is. How many? That's where all the fun stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> How many square foot? Um, so currently, uh, in our location that we have now, it's a six thousand square foot building, which is a blessing to have that, and we own it. But during the early days, when we when you guys opened that first location in the mall. How many uh, square feet was that? Do you have any idea? I mean, if you had to guess, two, two thousand, twenty five hundred right. square feet. That'd be my guess. Um, it wasn't huge. It was not a, a colossal store, but you know, it, it it for us it set the gr- the groundwork. It it's what got us on the map. It got people to know like that we're we're synonymous with with quality, but with service, with with everything, right? And that's where you know that's where the the business really grew its legs. I mean, it, it did in, in Madison East, but I think that for me, that location is where a lot of, a lot of the growth really happened. And then it, it kept, obviously I kept growing after, but that was a, it was a good little incubator. I guess you could call it. Right. Share with people the other types of businesses that were in the Madison East mall during that time which oh, is okay. kind of crazy because people that are listening so are like pocket change was my number one store <laughs> well we of go. course it was in pocket change every kid likes pocket change arcade it was so fantastic we had andy wilkie on i'm editing his episode today it's going to release this week but we asked him the question hey what was your favorite store did he say pocket change yeah yeah, yeah. every yeah. kid because it was yeah, the best not? it was huge it was great it's right? amazing um right next to us i want to say it was like a, i think it was master cuts like right next to us that's kind for, of a good location, actually. In the Madison oh, yeah. East Mall. Right? No, 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 no. This is in, uh, this is in River, Hills. River Hills. Okay, gotcha. I guess what I was doing is in going Madison back East? to Madison East. The only just thing I remember is Shields and the hot dog stand. That's it. And Williams Diamond Center was in there. I don't. I wasn't buying diamonds, though. I was buying hot dogs. <laughs> well, I know that. <laughs> glizzies. I, I guess kids call them glizzies, glizzies today. It's glizzies. Like glizzies, yeah. glizzies. <laughs> we only know that because of our young staff that work for us. I guess my whole point of that was laying the groundwork of it's interesting to think about what businesses now that are still around in the Mankato community who were in the Madison East Mall at the same time as as Jay so Long slash Nice. Are you on the hot dog stand or what? Uh, no, I love hot dogs. I love glizzies. <laughs> the glizzy stand. Shout out uh, to the glizzy lovers. Um, but... I believe Williams Diamond Center, Shields, yep. Yep. Uh, Knights Chamber slash Jay Long. But Shields was Shields was so much different from so what much they are smaller. Today. They were uh, yeah, definitely smaller, but they were more of a hardware store. They weren't they weren't a sporting goods store. So I mean, they just cool as testament to them. Um, just cool to see. Which is what I want to talk about because, like, it's it's cool to see the progression of where <laughs> we have come from slash the other businesses that yep. were there and where we've be, where we've come essentially. I thought we were talking about pocket change. But. Yeah, continue. <laughs> pocket change. Quarters. Can we go back on to my favorite games at pocket change? Uh, glizzies and change. Just for, for clarity, glizzies, is that just all diamonds or any jewels? Like No, no, no. Glizzies are hot dogs. Oh, I thought the, I thought we were talking about diamonds. Not, well, we should have went with that. No, I'm pretty sure they're hot dogs, but I may be wrong. Who the hell came up with that name? I don't know. Uh, Somebody it, who's it, lit. <laughs> yeah, you so can you? thank the 19, 20, 21 year olds for that term. You ever just oh, listen to what God. they say sometimes? You're like, I try not wow. to. Wow, how do you guys understand that? No cap, though. No, yeah, no cap. cap. No cap, baby. <laughs> no cap. Uh, okay. It doesn't, it, like, the, it's, like, uh, it's like when I was learning Spanish, which I didn't learn very well. Um, it just doesn't come to you fast enough. You know, you listen to these kids talk, you want to like pepper in some funny things, and yeah. they go so much fast. It's yeah. like, 
like somebody fluent in Spanish they're talking to you and you're like slow down <laughs> you know like I can't I can't what's that do one it. mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I missed that could you please repeat that I don't uh, <laughs> like it was a four word sentence guy get it together I tell you what I tell you what uh, did, we, did we spiral are we we can go back to pocket change River Hills Mall what oh, else was around yeah. you at that time oh uh, journeys Okay. Yeah. Was it Sam Goody? Was Sam Goody, the mm-hmm. music store across the way. Man, I'm hitting all these things that are completely irrelevant. But yeah, those are those are the ones around. <laughs> well, if you look, at the, if you look at the smaller stores, there's not a lot of them that are still around today, as far yeah. as that mall and and the bigger ones. But yeah. really, the smaller ones, especially. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Verizon was bought and sold. You know, whatever the yep. business was that was there many times. So I guess they're technically still there, but. Yeah, but I mean that was that was Midwest Wireless, right? And then it just kept, yeah, yeah as you said, it just yeah, just keeps getting bought. Kept, so. put it, kept putting a different sign on the front, and yeah. But Independence, I mean, <coughs> was Massad's? Was that always in the the mall? That came a little bit later, I think. Um, I think I'm not sure on that. I'd have to double check. We should have had that conversation with Andy. Um, but, uh, contents. I know contents I know was around. Contents. They're in they're in St. Peter's cool little store. Um but yeah, there there weren't a I mean locally owned places in the mall. There was there I think there was only five, ten. Sure. Yeah, and that's a guess. Keep in mind sixty five percent of stats are made up, so <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> so you guys were in the mall. You moved around inside of the mall a bit, right? I know eventually you were in the Ruddles location, but yep. I don't know. What which order which everybody went. would always be like, oh, you guys kicked Ruddles out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's not even how it works. Like, yeah. They it's left. Choice. It was open. <laughs> we rented it after them. Right. Um, but no, yeah, over the course of 19 years in the mall, we had three different locations. Um, the first one being where Aaron mentioned at, in the Verizon location. The second one was, uh, <clears throat> was uh, yeah, where the Ruddles or now, is it A&W? Yeah. A&W. And then the last one we were in was... Way back by the where Shields currently sits, um, I don't even know what's in there now. Is it is it Route Twenty One or it was for a while? It's it's between Herbergers and Shields. I remember you guys being there because that was I think the most time that I had spent at the mall was back when you guys were in that location. Was Tip Top Tux in the mall at that time too? Uh, so they they weren't known as Tip Top Tux at that point. They. We're known as Caro's Formal Wear. Yep. And they were actually, oh, they were across the hall from us when we were in uh, in the Reynolds location. Okay. But really, at that point in time, we didn't really rent tuxedos. So it was kind of, kind of weird now because we, every, with what we do at the store, I mean, so much, if it's formal, formally driven, we're going to cover it, right? Right. Um, but we just kind of didn't want to get into that world. At that time, and didn't really have to. So fortunately, they weren't really a competitor then. No, no. In fact, my dad was uh, kind of buddies with Jim, Jim Caro. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was really, you know, it, we didn't dislike each other. Cool. Um, so you were there for 19 years. Yeah. At the yep. at the River Hills Mall before you made the trek just across the street, essentially, right? Yep. Yep. Just across the street to... Belmont, the, no, what is it even called? It's been seven years since we've been there. I don't remember. River Place, 
River Place Center, Center yes. I believe. Yes. Great branding on their part. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, It's yeah, not yeah, even it's close wonderful. to the river, is it? They still have our sign. I was going to say, our, our seven, logo, seven our, years later, our sign still sits out front, so let's talk yeah. about branding. I think mm. they miss us. I think that's part of it is they like want us back. That's their way of being like. It's like a bat symbol. We're going to leave it up. In it's case not they want Is the space back. still empty? Yeah, in fact, if you look in there now, which mm-hmm. I, I suggest everybody listening to this podcast, stop what you're doing and go straight to that location. Yep. You don't need to see this. This is really stupid. Um, <laughs> you're not selling had, it very well. We had a shirt cube made of glass that we did not want to move because that thing was... True. Let's just say if it breaks, it just it's just you it die. shatters. Yeah. It breaks, you die. So we're like, when we left, we're like, well, we'll just leave it here. And uh, it's still there. To this day, I look sure. at it every so often. I'm like, oh, yep. There it they is. Don't, they don't want to move it either. There was an Indian, resta- <laughs> Indian restaurant, yes. Taste of India or something that was supposed to open up in there, and then that fell through. Um, but I think that's what they were going to serve um, some of their Indian platters <laughs> on was on that glass shirt cube uh, situation, which seems to be a little bit dangerous, but you know, hey, but I'm not here to judge. You can Windex that. That'd probably be clean. That's true, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it still sits empty, which is kind of crazy. Um, it was kind of in that little corner. It was kind of hidden back there, I will say, by um, UPS store, Williams Diamond Center, Livaveda. You know, there's a lot of great businesses with Nestrip Mall. Um, it worked for us. We were there for seven years. Um, I think really when we think about it now, it was, it, it, it was definitely um, a big learning point for us, if I can speak for my opinion on it. Got out of the mall, the big mall. You know, rent was expensive. We were doing the best we could to get by and, and to kind of showcase what we are. We also were kind of in a confusing point of trying to figure out who we were. You know, we tried women's. It didn't work. It was also 2008, 2009, yeah, so 10. You're not, you're not sure if it didn't work because the way we did it or it was just the crappiest scenario we could have found ourselves in. Well, and did right. you dip your toes in it at the time as opposed to the full-throated attempt that you've kind of made as of recent? We, no, we, we went in. We it. jumped in. Oh, did you? We jumped in. We jumped in hard. I don't remember seeing women's underwear when I went in there in 2008, 2009, so I guess that's maybe yeah. the stark... Uh, yeah, but we do it now. Yeah, I love it. I mean, Aaron loves them. Yeah. He's always using them in the videos. He, know, we write concepts. We don't even have women's underwear in them. And like, he just I'm goes over right and now. he grabs them. So. <laughs> 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 that is the creepiest laugh. <laughs> well, that's the best I could do. Uh, yes, I love women's underwear. Uh, but I also love success stories. So um, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say cheese. I also love cheese. And what kind of cheese are <laughs> Pepper Jack. Yep, it's always, you gotta have can you, always pepper Can you jack. imagine Horses. wrangling these two for a video shoot? You've got a limited amount of time, and you need them to focus on a script. I can only imagine what you thought the first time. You're like, this is going to go so smoothly, and we're like, you, this is like trying to corral two farts in a jar. Like, good luck. You it know? Was, it's always fun. It's, it's always a good oh, time. Oh, it comes out great, but I mean... It does actually. Like you give us a direction. Sometimes I'm like, well, I hope the people listening the are hell? like <laughs> somewhat figuring out the flow of this or like staying with us because we are jumping around all over. So yeah, I there's, like, there's no I like a little bit apologize, but also it's just kind of the way things are. So uh, those who are still with us, we appreciate you. We will get we into more quality content. <laughs> We'll get we we got some uh, some quality content coming down the pike. So this is not just quality. This is as good as I got. There's, I don't have got another hold level. Hold on, that's not good. <laughs> to the singing stage. 
Oh, man, I tell you what. So we were in that uh, strip mall, um, the River Place Center that Matt couldn't remember for seven years. Um, uh, for, for seven years. And uh, then we uh, searched around a little bit. I'll fast forward a little bit. We found a location on Madison Avenue, actually Judy Long and, and Jim Long. Uh, found a location um, on Madison Avenue uh, where we are currently, which is next to Cork and Key, right across from Aldi. Uh, used to be uh, AT&T, I believe in Altel, right? Cell, um, one, cell one? Cellular one. Cellular I one. Mean, yeah. yeah. Yep. It was, I think it was the building itself is over 30 years old. So th- I'm right. sure there's a lot of stories that, I mean, who owned it prior to us, but. Right. Yeah. A very a very kind of like, is white-colored cement nondescript building and um on madison avenue and it was for sale and and uh i'll skip some details here but we decided to move uh out of that location uh after about after seven years of of leasing a location in the river place center um and expand our offerings it was it was kind of a dream i would say for all of us to own a spot it it was a little scary but at the same time uh we got to say at this point it was let's say it's 2022 right now this was 2017 am i right on that going on five years of owning that location i think think we're at like six or seven i think omg has been around for six and a half years and we did your video probably a year in moving one yeah so yeah i think you're at like five and a half to six okay five and a half none of us know Yes, Kenny. We're like, yeah, we've been like five years. Think, like, things yeah, go yeah. fast, don't they? I they mean, do. They, just they really fly. do. They do. They just fly. But uh, do you remember walking in front of Culver's for that yeah, shot? I do. Fun. I still have that video in the Dropbox. We did still have videos. that shirt. It was it's great. Sad that I remember that. Yeah. If anybody should have kept that one inside. <laughs> if anybody has watched any of the um, Jay Long's videos, which I'm sure we're going to get to on our, our chat here, but if anybody's watched any of our marketing videos. Um, well, I apologize. I don't. And, the best ones um, are the fashion police. I'm telling you. <laughs> Those are good. And, uh, mm. and I just have to, I have to do a shameless plug because that's just, uh, it, it's earned and, um, <laughs> OMG, which is the studio we're sitting in, uh, right now, uh, OMG studios on Riverfront drive above Hatampa state farm agency, uh, Wes auto, my beautiful burly, Look at that chest hair. Look at it. I love it so much. <laughs> you like the Father's Day shout out to the man that I gave it to me? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Because the picture I found was fantastic. He just had chest it hair was great. flowing out of that. So Wes and team have OMG here on Riverfront Drive. And they, they're the ones who are behind uh, basically harnessing Matt and I uh, and crew to, yeah. to create wonderful videos to market Jay Long's and to make ourselves into... Um, uh, to market what we do, I should say, into uh, you know um, a better light for those people who are paying attention on social media. So uh, they do a wonderful job, and we really appreciate their partnership as well. So I also want to talk about that. They are good. I have to admit. I mean, I like I said, the first day you walk in, I I gotta think. <laughs> Wes is like, good God! It's like two squirrels got loose in my cupboard, and I've got to catch them and put them in a bag. And that's pretty much what it was. And then he's like, but I got to do it in an hour. But, Good luck. But <laughs> it's got to be something a little bit more enta- entertaining. But yes, it is equally as chaotic as that. Well, and, and I, I, at first, too, with, with Kurt, I, I can tell he's like watching us. He's like, all right, I, I think I get these guys. And I, I'll, I'll honestly tell you, by like the third time, uh, second, second or third time we worked with you guys, Mike, 
these guys get us. <laughs> like, they're willing to put up with our shit. And I mean, because we're, people would call us creatives, I guess, when we're doing this stuff. Um, that's one, that's a nice way of putting it. Really, we're just all over the board. We have ideas, and then we're like, oh, let's elaborate off this idea. And then we're like, Mm-hmm. That idea sucks. And we move on to something. You know. <laughs> pivot. Yeah, pivot it's again. a hard pivot. Pivot like, one more in a time. Second. You know. And well, what I'll say is, you guys are definitely creatives. Like you make fun of yourselves all you want because that's actually how you guys roll. But you are. You're both creatives. You bring interesting takes to whatever we're doing. Yes, it does get a little chaotic, and it's not necessarily the most organized. Some of that's on us too because oh, we know that that's how it's going to roll. I'd say kudos to you. I'm like, how did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know it's not going to necessarily roll that way. But I think the fun thing is, is Kurt has usually one of two challenges. Uh, with, with <laughs> talking a, about both of us, with it, no. one or two. Which one are you taking today? Well, bro- broadly speaking, it's like we go into video shoots, and you've got these people that are shy. And they don't have, they're not willing to get out of their comfort zone. Like Aaron. We don't have that at all with you guys. So yeah, we might have to spend more time corralling, but at least we don't have to spend extra time pumping you up and trying to get you to do things. There's not a lot of that. We we do try (laughs) and get you to do a little bit, but you know, it's, it's not to the level that we have to do with other clients. And so, and nothing against that. Everyone has their own comfort zone. It's just, you guys fall into the fun more naturally. (laughs) That's for sure. So it's just. I think it all started. The videos just started because, well, first we were trying to just kind of promote p- product, but at the same time, show our, you know, show our personalities. And then it just, it got, it got fun, right? It just yeah. got, and now it's to the point where it's like, we might be promoting a product. My favorite ones are when we're not. <laughs> Those are the best ones. Well, because well, then it's just like, yeah. let's see what we can do today. <laughs> <laughs> How wild can we get? Yes, exactly. Most of the time, those are people's favorites. Awesome. You know, because we, we sell a ton of great product, you know, for men and women. But I think people like to know that we're real, and like, I think it's great. Well, you know? you're right. I mean, here's the thing: we do <clears throat> our products. We haven't talked about that. Like when we when we go to market, it's uh, it's Aaron. Well, when we go to market for men's, right? Because when the gals go, they've got their own uh, kind of team for it. Yeah. But when <clears throat> the men's team goes, which is like, we like call it a team. Um, <laughs> Brie loved that. Yeah, Brie, sorry, Brie. Sorry, Brie. Um, no, we, um, it's myself, Aaron, Jamie, and my dad. And we'll, we'll kind of break off. Myself and Jamie will work together and Aaron and my dad will work together. And most time <clears throat> I usually tell people, Jamie and I will go and do, I always say it's called the boring stuff, right? It's the stuff that's, we're, we're picking out suiting for next maybe six months from now. We're picking sure. out a lot of the, the stuff that the has basics. to be, has, yeah, yeah. has to be done, right? And Aaron and my dad, I'm like, all right, you two, you just go find sweet stuff. Sure. Like, if you would think to yourself, I'd buy this. Tchotchkes. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what? So, I mean, I'm not going to say 100% of the time they come back and you're like, oh, we got to get this. But there's a lot of times you're like, whoa. Yeah. That's, never would have thought we'd sell that. But why not? Why can't we? You know, it's just. Well, so let's let's dive a little deeper on that. I think there's a lot of people that listen to this show that go into the business side of things and would appreciate understanding what is it like to go and buy? Is it in a seasonal basis? You know, that kind of piece. Where are you going? Um, and then 
we, we don't have to get into this right away, but eventually I would love to talk a little bit more about merchandising and how it, like, you think about inventory, right? Yeah. One of your biggest expenses right next to labor is probably going to be inventory. What is that like, inventory cost? If it's sitting on shelves, that's just money sitting yep. on shelves. So first start with the buying process. What is that like? And then let's move into inventory. Also, <clears throat> like I mentioned, the buying process, we'll split it into two teams. Jamie and I will go and do the boring stuff. And it's not, it's not boring. It's just when you, you can look at six inch, six by six inch swatches of, of uh, sport coat. And don't get me wrong. When I look at them, I'm like, I get excited, yeah. which is weird. I think most people are like, you're oh, used you to looking at six inch things. Yeah. So that's well, like, yeah, it's boring. <laughs> it's, it's part of your it's life. It's boring, but it's, I mean, it's better than, better than three by three, I guess. Right. <laughs> right, Aaron. <laughs> that was well played. Um, but no, so you look at these swatches and they're, it's it's fun, but it's after like twenty minutes, you're like, I'm this is let's move on. Um, so we'll go and do some of that. But Aaron and my dad, they'll they'll just run amok. They'll run around the, the the show and just find stuff. And then periodically, we'll get some time and I'll say, Hey, Aaron, where are, you know where are you? And he'll say, Hey, come over to this booth. I found some. I found this, this, and this. I just want to. I just want you to see it. And so we'll bounce ideas off each other, and then we get done at the end of the day and. We'll sit, we'll go out, usually we go to a nice dinner somewhere, because usually these shows are going to be in, you know, either, usually Chicago, for us, Chicago, Dallas, uh, they, they've got one in Vegas, um, there's smaller ones too that we go to in, in, sure. the, in the cities, but. Um, and are they seasonal? Most of what, so the way we buy most of our stuff, we have to give most of these companies a six, uh, six inch. Back to <laughs> We're the, back to that, back there to seems to be a focus on the six inches. Well, five and a half is average. No. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> That's what Molly told him. <laughs> it is. Molly loves it. So, no, man, I'm losing my track, my my train of thought here. Seasons. Oh yeah. So yeah, we have to give these. We have to give these companies, especially with suiting, you have to give them six uh, months, right? Because they have to. They have to gather all these orders. They have to make the suits. They have to ship the suits, and they're getting a lot of these times. These companies, especially the higher end ones, are getting their stuff from Italy. So it's not like it's all readily available. You know, people think right. Amazon and they're like, I order it and it's here tomorrow. It's like, that's not how it works with this world. Like, it takes some some planning. So most of what we're buying is six, six months. Six months. <laughs> I can't I'm even getting, help yourself, I can't man. Even, I'm getting hung up on it now. Uh, it's six months out. And so that's what we do. So when we'll go to shows, we'll sit there and we'll him and ha stuff. And like I said, at the end of, ni- end of the nights, we'll get together. We'll bounce ideas off each other, maybe say, hey, this one seems good, but maybe, you know, maybe this is too early or, you know, it's for us, it's just kind of fun to get together and and you think we're squirrely together, you get to put four of us together and we, granted, we know how to dial it in, we know how to be like, all right, we've got to get this done. Work we're hard, still We're still four guys, (laughs) you know, it's just my dad, Jamie, we've known for 20 years, I mean, we all know we know each other. We know each other's mannerisms and their perks, and we and, and yeah. just it's just a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun working environment. Yeah, uh, it's well, you know, some <clears> people. <throat> I mean, don't get me wrong. There's stressful days once in a while at the store, but most of the time it's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, I go to work. I work with my best friend and my family and people that are a lot of fun to work with. You know, we touched on culture. But we just, it's its fun. And it's, uh, I do feel bad for people that hate going to work. Actually, I don't. I don't. <laughs> and maybe I'm a bad person, but I, I, bit love, of a sadist. <laughs> I just love, I love 
the what we got. It's it's so it's so much fun, and and we get to meet a lot of cool people. I mean, is that your favorite part? What what is your favorite part of going to work? And it, this isn't. I don't actually know what you'd answer. I don't. I don't know if I have ever sat down and pinpointed. I think it's really cool. Like what it can be really uh, fulfilling, and it doesn't happen as much now because we're we're always running, doing a lot of stuff. But when you start working with people, right? And I'm not talking about, I mean, you work with some really affluent people in, in the community and it's really cool. You meet some of the, some really cool people, some people that do some really cool things, but I'm not even just talking about them. I'm talking about Joe Farmer who walks in and you start asking him questions, but genuinely asking him questions. You're not just asking him, you know, well, how do you think the corn's going to go this year? You know, you could do that and it would probably stoke his interest, but really, no, you start asking him like real questions. You're like, all right, I know this sounds stupid, but how do people fall in a grain bin? You know, so it sounds stupid, yeah. but you ask them, you ask them things. I mean, I never, I actually, I think, I think, pretty sure yeah, I've yeah. asked that question before. But <laughs> I've you, heard you talking about but that. You at, but, but they're so real with you. Like, you get people, and they're, they're not mad, even if it's a really stupid question in their world. Mm-hmm. They're like, no. No, no, no. This they're like somebody genuinely gives a fuck what I'm what I'm doing. I feel that, and and I do. And, and the thing is, and so when I talk to people and I have input on weird subjects, like how do you know about dairy yes. about dairy farms? And I'm like, yep. Well, first of all, my mom was a dairy princess. Mom, <laughs> that one goes out to you. There you go, Judy. Benton County. Yep, yep. Benton. Where, where's that? Benton is a sock. She's from Sock Rapids, which is ah. right outside of uh, St. Cloud. Gotcha. But she's gonna be pissed that i said that <laughs> hopefully she listens to this episode uh, she, she doesn't i will know i will know when all, she so. does i will know if she does <laughs> She's like, i can't believe you brought up I'm, the dairy princess thing but i might really? have to start addressing her that way call her call her, prince, call her that, princess huh? she's making you were talking princess to judy well oh, aaron, aaron keeps calling me matthew here tonight i'm like the only person i know uses the h-e-w is my mom and my sister <laughs> i'm like oh, me too I'm like oh crap i'm in trouble i call you pretty boy i can i'll come by a bunch of different monikers but I hear that H E W and I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> what did I do? What do they want me to do now? Yeah, I gotta good. kill. Well, let's go into the inventory side of things just for a minute too. Now that we're talking about yeah. the buying process, one of the things that I really appreciated when I was chatting with you early on in some of the video shoots, and like you, I get to learn a lot about different industries just based on the work that we do, is the idea of inventory management and how important it is from a, a P&L, profit and loss standpoint, because oh, you yeah. have hundreds, if not, I mean, definitely thousands of dollars worth of inventory sitting in your back shelves. And if you're not constantly selling that inventory, turning it over, then it's just money sitting back there. It's literally dollars just stacking yeah. up. And yeah. it, it literally will depreciate if that particular fashion well, yeah. or style goes out of fashion or style. A lot of what we have, <clears throat> yeah, we have, well, we give them a six-month window to get it to us. A lot of stuff we have, we have six months or less until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, so the product, uh, the inventory management part, I mean, I want to say, I mean, the guy, the crew that we have is huge. I gotta actually give a shout out to my sister Bree, and I, I mean, I shouldn't. No, I'm just kidding. Bree's, <laughs> Bree's fantastic, um, but she, Bree is a lot more methodical, and is about about her approach to that, which for me has been great because I, I mean, she's she's if she sees a problem, she just grabs a bull by the horn. She's like, no, <laughs> fix this fucking thing, and it's great. I love it. Um, because that's that's for the store. You can have two squirrely guys like us, but ultimately having someone that you can, you know, you know, is she's 
she's very good. It's not just, well, with the women's stuff, but even <clears throat> with some of the men's stuff, she'll catch things. She's like, hey, you're low on this, and she'll just she'll just go ahead and fill it. And I'm like, oh, you can't. That's that's huge. It's so nice to have. But no, yeah. the inventory, like you said, managing it, it's a constant, and it's not just my myself or Bree or Aaron or Jamie. It's it's everybody. We're always monitoring it, and we're always trying to be conscious of hey, like we got to get this. You know, we got to get this stuff out there, get it turned over. I mean, it's tough. I mean, some years you do it really good, mm-hmm. some years you do it okay. And well, it seems obvious when you talk about it, but to the everyday consumer, people probably aren't thinking about the fact that it's a very capital intensive business that you're putting all of this money well, when you said into these products. Yeah, I bet, I bet hanging on the walls right now, we've got over a quarter million bucks yeah. just sitting there. And that's probably a low end. I mean, especially with the women's, and with, the, with the new purses they just brought, it's probably at a low end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that gives you some security in some sense because another business isn't likely to be able to come in and kind of start with that type of breadth of inventory you guys have had to work oh yeah up to that for sure but i mean impressive it's yeah a, it's a really cool scale of operation to be able to do it not only on the men's but also the women's side now well and so much of it i mean i don't want to take a whole lot of credit because honestly so much of it without those those fled fledgling years the early years um without that we couldn't have done it like we couldn't we that that foundation that Aaron and I had to start building off of, if we had to start it by ourselves, we wouldn't be where we are. That's just the truth of it. But it's, which makes it more amazing. It makes, for us, I mean, we had this nice little head start, you know, boost, whatever you want to call it. And we grinded for a while and it's been, it's just been a fun ride. It's been cool. And then to see the, the development of women's and, We've got more ideas. I can't tell you their secrets. Um, <laughs> don't tell them. Don't you don't want to tell West. Don't anything. tell them their secrets. Drop a little breaking Wes. news. Maybe. Sorry, Wes. We can't tell you. This probably won't release for a month. Just FYI. Oh, in that case, no, <laughs> no. Um, but no, that we 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 got we do have a lot of things. We're always cooking. We're always just trying to come up with, and it's just it's fun. It it makes it. I remember. I don't remember, it was five years ago, right around the time we moved to this new, new location, but we just started thinking, why do we have to just do what we've always done? Yeah. You know, because that's what we've always done. It's pretty transformational when you start thinking outside of the lines that you've drawn for yourself. Yep. Well, and then I remember the day, and I've said this a bunch of times since then, but I'm like, you know what, guys? Because once, once you start, you know, coloring outside the lines and you're like, hey, this actually doesn't look really stupid. Yeah. Um. All of a sudden, you're like, well, what couldn't we sell? <laughs> so I've, I've said this to Jonesy a bunch of times. I'm like, dude, I would sell cow shit out the back door if I thought there was a market for it. I'm like, if you drive right. by one day and it stinks like shit, and you see a bunch of, you know, a bunch of like cages going up, you'll know. He'd be like, oh, he did it. He did it. <laughs> they finally made it happen. Yeah, yeah, but, why well, I mean, but why thing. not? I mean, but why not? I mean, I'm like, we put our, we put ourselves in our own boxes, and maybe sometimes for good reason, but. For us, it was the best thing we ever did to think, well, why? Well, and the fact of bringing something to market, a concept to market, it's not like a completely new concept. It's some new brands for sure, Mm -hmm. but we're not bringing a new concept to market as far as retail, right? But we're bringing something to talking about the manure thing. That's pretty, that's pretty cutting edge. Well, that's progressive. (laughs) That's progressive. progressive. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've Um, got a new suit, big pile of shit in my back, in my trunk. Well, just for the, the listeners that, that, that part of our, 
business didn't work out. But Matt does do that out of his home office. Uh, I've got Kelsey two hates dogs. It. Kelsey Long hates it because it, it, it smells like shit. Let's just be honest. But Matt loves it. I tell him, like, that's money, honey. Money, honey. That manure business. That's money, honey. That's money, honey. He scoops up all that dog shit that he has. Well, Even no, though you guys I, are I totally joking. I do it. Even though you guys are joking. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that there's a lot of money in those kind of unattractive no, businesses, really which actually, is a whole other topic. Which really I is. learned from a hog farmer. I'm not even making that up. Yeah. I started talking to him. He's like, no, we've got these manure grates. And I'm like, you're you're kidding me. Oh, He's yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. They kick For them the right. Pigs. They make a fortune yeah. on it. Yeah. Yep. Who's the genius? That's what I want to say. Them. The guy who figured out how to pick, make the shit same, money. Well, the same <laughs> guy that had to scoop it. That's the same guy that figured it out. Because well, if you have to deal with it every day, you're figuring out how to get rid of it. You have but you're turning it into money. It's incredible. It. Yep. Yeah. No, I went to a hog operation. I was a part of a Minnesota leadership program through the state chamber, and we went and toured all Show kinds off. of different places. <laughs> and yeah, I totally did. I just totally bragged. But uh, you're gonna let that go. <laughs> but it was it was cool because we went and toured hog operations. That was a part of it because we were doing like a southern Minnesota, a northern Minnesota, and the hog operation one. It was awful. <laughs> Because you could smell the oh, crate yeah. that was underneath them. But it was also super fascinating because you could see how there was thousands of pigs. And you could see how that actually physically operated. Yep. And then you also got to see the truck wash where they had to spray what wasn't happening in the pen. <laughs> what was happening in the truck out. Oh, that is a messy, man. stinky job. It I, mean, is. I felt like Mike Rowe just walking through the car wash. But you know, uh, truck wash. It's so so much of and, and and my mom. I wasn't kidding. She's a she was a third generation uh, dairy farmer. I like to tell people I'm a fourth generation. <laughs> uh, I've never bailed hay in my life. You've milked a, a few things though, haven't you? Well, Johnny football, but. <laughs> You've milked Johnny football. Well, he was my roommate, so ooh, ooh Johnny, we're gonna have to get you can milk clear. anything with nipples. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to clarify no. that that's a true statement, Johnny football. You have to come back. Yeah, yeah, Johnny, come on, there you. Uh, hey, Johnny, oh, Johnny's he here. just walked upstairs. Oh, oh, Hank's God, here too. Um, no, um, but no, she was. Where, was, where were we even going? We're on that? a very large tangent, and we should wrap that tangent up, bring it back to another this topic. Is, this that's is relevant. what he does when he when he's trying to corral us. He's like, "You guys have uh, spiraled out of control again." Well, I contributed, <laughs> so I could take some responsibility. Yeah, true, true. Uh, we were we were still talking like store evolutions in history. We well, actually we were talking inventory. Oh yes, um, wow, inventory, <laughs> man, it's a monster. It really is. But in order to do what we're doing with with all the different uh, avenues that we're trying to cover. I got to ask. Yeah, you in the back? Yeah, me in the back with the hand up. Um, so obviously inventory is something we, we've been chatting about, but I I want people, I want you to tell people right now, um, I, shameless plug, totally fine. Um, I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast who know us who have known Knights Chamber slash Jay Longs would automatically think, okay, they do suits, you know? Yep. Yeah. The suit store or yeah. Okay. They do suits. Who are we now in your opinion? (sighs) Explain our store Uh, in your words. I don't even know. Um, It changes because, you know, we call ourselves a lifestyle store. That's, that's accurate. Um, I think, what did I tell you the other day? We're uh, purveyors of a lifestyle. That's what we are. And 
I call you taste makers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there's there's so many hats that we can wear now. Because in the past, we were always just suiting. So when you needed people for suiting, we were the ones to see. And we still are the ones to see because we got some really great stuff there, too. I mean, we haven't forgot how to do that. But now we're, we're just so much more than that. We're <clears throat> like, um, I, I asked somebody the other day, this was a weird question. I said, how many pairs of shoes do you wear in a day? You ask somebody that. That's a very, they'll look at you funny, I guarantee um, but it was a real question because we sell a ton of shoes now, right? Ten years ago, we had seven different styles to look at, and that we thought that was a lot. I think we took seven in today, just new ones from on. So I mean, it's it's we. I just I don't know how many styles of shoe, shoes do you think we have in the store right now? <laughs> Give me a number. Um, fifty. Oh, more. I'm thinking okay. men's. Well, okay. We'll say conservative. Uh, no, not 50. even. Maybe let's just say 50. We'll just say 50. Yeah, overall. it's probably pretty accurate with the ons and everything else. Yep. So who are we now, though? So what are we? Tell the people who we're, we are. We're just you're the place to go when you need clothes. When you need, not just when you need clothes, when you need an item, you know, you have a guy that's tough to shop for. We're the place to go. That's that's it. We And that's what we've worked so hard to be. We want to be the place that you, obviously, you go to when you need clothing, right? If you're a guy and now if you're a gal. Um but the way I always think I, I say to Jonesy, I, <clears throat> what I like for the men's side at least, and we're moving really moving toward it with women's as well, we're the ace hardware for, for clothing and now tchotchkes and fun things, right? But And people are like, what do you mean by ace hardware? What I mean is, I'm, believe it or not, uh, I'm not the most uh, mechanically inclined person with my beautiful hair and uh-huh. um, my my fantastic wit. Um, Mm -hmm. That was what I was blessed with. Uh, That amongst many other skills. Um, No, but I, I like to say that we're an ace hardware for clothing, right? So you walk in and you're like, I don't, cause a lot of guys don't know how to dress, right? They don't, and they don't, not only did they don't know how to dress, they don't even know how to tell somebody, I don't know what I'm trying to do here. Right. That's me, right? I'd walk into Ace Hardware, and I had this light bulb that I found somewhere in my house because it burned out, and it's the weirdest-looking light bulb I've ever fucking seen. I walk in there, and Ace Hardware, I'm so sad the one in, in Mankato clothes because I'd walk in there, and the guy would see the look on my face as I walked in, and he'd be like, got you, don't worry. And he'd just walk me right over to where I was supposed to go. And he'd, he'd give me the two options. He's like, this one's energy efficient, this one's not. And then depending on my situation, I make the decision and out the door, right? That's right. what a lot of guys want when they're, when they're dealing with clothing. And that's what we are, right? We're that one-stop shop. Sears. Kind Sears of. used to be that for a lot of people back in the days. Not the modern version that we know, yep. but back in the day, that used to be a lot of what they did. And they did it with a level of customer service that I think you guys do today yep. better than any shop in town. And you're definitely a smaller version of that. Not that you're a small business, but I mean, because no, you're, you're doing but Yeah, no, I mean, because they had, yeah, their, <clears throat> their footprint was Yeah, but I larger, think you're, yeah. you're a much higher quality modern day Sears. Yep. That's the way that I would it's look probably, at it. It's a good way to put it because especially with our women's, I mean, it's just, that's why Aaron's like, what would you call us? I'm like, oh, man, you're really asking me to put us in a, a, bo- a little box here. I'm like, that's yeah. so so much not what we are trying to be, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to be open. We want to, 
well, Aaron and I always would talk about when we first started doing this, you know, leave no stone unturned, right? I'm pretty sure we came up with that. Uh, imp- that imp- <laughs> yeah, that's that, you guys. That phrase. Oh, we did. Yeah, that, we were the first people ever to use that. Yep. Um, but no, we, we were very much like, hey, don't, you know, take every every chance you get take it you know and and do the do whatever you do the most with it that you possibly can right yep and that's what we're trying to do with jay longs is we're just trying to keep getting better every single day that's it yeah and what's incredible to me is i look back in the last year last five years and sometimes i'm just like oh my god i can't believe what we've done why do you think that is what, what what if if I could narrow it down to one, Matt? People, um, okay, hundred percent, and it's not any one of us. Like Aaron and I are pretty awesome. I mean, just ask us. <laughs> but but seriously, yes. we are surrounded not just by the people in our business. Like we have some of the best employees, we have some of the best uh, senior staff, but not just that. We have our wives, the people in our lives, our supporting cast, or supporting people, if you will. We've got a good set, like because you go home, I go home. End of the day, and we and we're surrounded by great people while we're working, right? And we're doing great things, and and and, and the wheels are turning. You can tell everybody's. It's cool. It's such a unique thing because there's because we bring in new people and they just jump on and they're like yes, and and it might not happen. It doesn't always happen like right with everyone, but more often than not. They yeah. just start pulling, and you're like, sweet, let's go. And, and you just go, and you just kind of go with it, right? But we go home, and we have great uh, great wives. Uh, my, I got a fantastic daughter, and I, my, my mother and my father and my brother and sister. We have such a good support system around us. That, I think, is the biggest thing. That's why I'm like, what's the one thing? People. Because we, you can't change that. I mean, you, we couldn't. We are so fortunate to have who we have. Without them, without without people like Aaron, I mean, again, now it's getting a little sappy. I'm not even. You're lying. making them no, blush. No, this but is this real. is a big it's part just of real. Like, podcast. I, I this tru- is the Get Deep podcast. I Maddie. truly think that we have such a cool supporting cast around us that are just. We could. I honestly think we could do just about anything with them, right? It's just we'd have to decide that that's what we want to do. Sears used to sell homes, home kits. You think you guys are going to sell houses? I mean, I'm not going to say yet, but <laughs> I got maybe. A lot, I got well, a lot. Guys, of, no, I got a lot of realtor friends. You sell <laughs> furniture, so I mean, but that's the thing. We're open minded, and sky's the limit, in my opinion. I I think honestly, we have a team right now, just as Matt said. I think we could sell whatever we wanted to, and uh, if it's presented, if somebody has an idea of something to think we should sell or we come upon it. Uh, the cool thing is, is we have marketing <clears throat> meetings basically weekly and they're very loose. They're very just kind of like, Hey, you know, I'll tell Maddie and Maddie's heard my ideas. I mean, I got to give you credit because over the last 20 years of friendship, I throw a lot of shit your way. Mm-hmm. I get very excited. I almost go on tangents. I, um, I guess you could call maybe polar. I might be a little bit polar sometimes with those 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 things, but um, I just throw things at you because I get excited. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing, but is, that's what I love. I the, love that. I mean, the cool things. I, I never want to stifle that shut, from anyone. Hey, you shut. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm giving you credit here. Yeah, the cool the thing, the, the good thing is, and I will, I'm going to give him some credit here as far as as a leader and a, and an owner slash leader and a manager and all the roles that he wears, the multiple hats that you, that you wear. Um, you're willing to listen. You multiple times, you know, you don't have to agree and you know that, and I know you know that you don't have to agree. And a lot of times you don't agree, mm-hmm. but you listen you listen through and whether it's myself or what, whether it's one of our part-timers who works 15 hours a week, whether it's somebody else who works 22 hours a week, it doesn't matter. You listen. And I think that the spirit and the sign of a good leader, um, is somebody who listens, even if they don't always agree right away. And sometimes they're swayed a little oh, bit, yeah, I can, I but can, you learn, yeah. you learn through it and you listen till the end. Because sometimes, even though in the beginning you're like, fuck, this isn't really what I'm, you know, this is stupid or whatever. The fact of the matter is, is there's a lot of ideas. And even if there's 13% of somebody's idea, whether it's mine or one of our part-timers ideas, that's legit. You're willing to listen to the end and you gather that 13%. And I'm just going to give you the credit for that because I think you really do a good job of that. Thank you. That's that's nice of you to say. I mean, it's... Well, and to me, that's, that is the... Um, that is the number one thing that I see as your best friend that your, um, that your, your, your best strength as a leader, you're empathetic, you're very empathetic, but you also listen and you take, you, you're able to read, you're able to take something out of everybody's idea well, and, and gather that. I mean, I, I cool. can't tell you how many times I've been, cause I'm, very hard-headed as Aaron, believe it or not. He is. has seen. He is. Um, but how many times I've thought, I have this pegged, this is what it is, and then Aaron or Bree or whoever sits me down and like, hey, but look at it, look at this, and they they, they tell me they're, what they're thinking, and I'm not going to lie, I'm sitting here like, fuck you guys. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm listening, I'm listening, and then all of a sudden there's this like eureka moment, I'm like, clicks. Oh, damn it, they are not blowing smoke up my ass. This is real. But what I like is that we got a, a lot of people around us that if I decide that I, I could pivot on a moment's notice and be like, yep, let's do your idea. No one's going to sit here and be like, see, I, I told you, I told you. No one does that. I, I hope I don't do that. I try not to do that. Cause that's the last thing that anybody needs. You, what we have is such a good team. We have so many smart people. And who was it? Uh, Rockefeller, I think it was, who said, he's like, you know, he on his, on his gravestone wanted it to say, uh, here lies a man who was able to surround himself with people that are smarter than himself, right? Shit, if we could all do that, right? I'm like, I'm not the smartest one in the room. I mean, I'm the prettiest one. <laughs> well, that true. hair says so. And that yeah. goes without saying. No, it's true. <laughs> but, it's true. But, no, it's, we have so many good people that sometimes the best thing you can do is just take a back seat. And, and if it let, it, let it, let them try their way. And if it works, what if it works better in your way? I think on a macro level, you guys have both hit it home. It is definitely people, and I don't disagree with it. I think on a micro level, the product selection has always been top shelf. Well, that's, that's just something that over time, so I, for, for us, we, we've been taught it, right? We've, we came into the store. We didn't realize what we were looking at the first time we were selling it. We just sold it. 
But it was something that was developed in us. I mean, we got to know when it comes to suiting, right? The fabrics and where they're coming from and how it makes a difference. And people think, well, what is Italy? What, why, is that, why is that a big deal? Well, to give you an idea, when you're talking about suiting, and when I talk about suiting, I mean sport coats and suits. You're usually working with wool or something like that. And the best fabrics come out of Italy. It's just what it is, right? They, the water's better. The process is better. Everything is better, right? And we just got accustomed to these things. And we didn't even realize as we were doing it that we were being taught this. And so the selection is, honestly, I got to give Jim Jensen and my dad a, a, a little pat on the back because Jim Jensen was a, another guy for us that was, was huge in, in, in our uh, – learning of the business uh jim jensen yeah aaron aaron's sitting here he's like who's jim jensen uh no jim jensen uh, i know who he yeah, is no. but i want him to explain yeah. it to the audience so, so jim jensen <laughs> he's learning matt's learning i know it's my first podcast breaking, <laughs> break, breaking my, my podcast never mind um <laughs> no so jim jensen uh is someone who's near and dear to my heart he had a clothing store in new Ulm for well, jonesy was it 30 years that sound right I believe it was 30 years. Long time in New Orleans. A very long time. But he ran a fantastic business. He was, he's a very smart, savvy businessman. And he, what, what actually what I love the most about him, he was like the opposite selling style of my dad. Right? <clears throat> what kind of selling style is your dad versus Jim? My dad is a high energy. Right? High energy. And you, and it, you, you get caught up in it. Sure. Because it's fun. Yep. And I get caught up in it because it's fun. <laughs> um, and Jens, not that he isn't high energy, but Jens is very, he's like, you just get what you want. He's very like, how would you put it? What's the what's the word for his style? Well, it's a little more laid back, but he's, he's, they both were very successful in how they did it. Sure. Right? Absolutely. You don't have to question me about it. I think you got the right story. Uh, you know, Jimmy is, I, I've always called Jim the tornado um, and it's not, it's no dig on your dad. Your dad threw a lot of product at people. Um, he's a tornado of sales. Um, he cared about what people wanted, but he also respected their time. Yep. And so he was going to show multiple, multiple, multiple things in the time that he had with them, which was limited time yep. because most people want to get in and get out, especially guys. They don't yep. want to be there long. Okay. When they're shopping, Jensen, would really put his time into learning people's style and he'd know their sizes and, and he was a little more, he, he, he had a lot of, you know, Jim and him as well, Jim Long, but it was just a little different. Yeah, in more methodical. Not methodical, okay, but. Something. Okay. Either way, they were both great. You got to remember, these are guys who came um, up in the time of the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. And really established businesses, Jensen and New Almond and Jimmy and Mankato, uh, and really establishes established successful businesses yep. for their own right. So, but so to go back to Jens, um, he was always one of those guys that he loved us. He, he loves us. He's st he's still he, we we talk to him periodically. We give him a hard time as, as often as we can, but. He always is one of our biggest cheerleaders, and he always wanted to teach us the ropes and the way he did it. And the way he did it was different than my dad, and it wasn't, but it wasn't bad. It was just a different way, and I always really appreciated it because I got I, I always tell both of them when they're together, I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the luckiest ones because I had the opportunity to learn from two of, I would argue, two of the best in the industry, 
And they're two opposites. So I was able to see both sides and everything in between and find my own style. And, and it just, I mean, we were so fortunate and we didn't, I don't think we even realized it. Like I said, we were going through college. We just like gents cause he's a cowboy and he's actually, I talked to him the other day. He's like, I'm not a cowboy. Uh, cowboys. That's like a term. It's like a, apparently cowboy is a term, right? You have to be like, like the real deal. Like you got to be roping and riding. Some people take cowboy. that very real. Well, that's what he said. He's like, no, I'm not a cowboy. I just, I did some roping. I'm like, you're a cowboy in my book. You got boots and a hat, right? But no, it's a, no, I think the world of gents um, and, and my dad, but I think we were just. Parents tell me I need to eat the mic. <laughs> want people to hear you. <laughs> uh, no, I think we were just really, if we, we were so fortunate to have these two guys as our as our mentors, as our guides, because phew, nobody else gets that. And they they pretty much they watched us screw up and pointed us in the right direction every step of the way. We've we've had um, multiple experiences as business owners since we've we've bought into our businesses, Maddie. Um, I want to ask you. Um, your advice to other businesses, especially small businesses in the retail space, right? Um, whether it's, you know, retail clothing, whether it's retail gifts, whether it's, you know, something, but a retail space for sure. What advice would you be willing to give to other businesses that are listening to this podcast um, that you've experienced over your time in this biz? Advice? Um I guess what I tell you is not to, to, to think, don't be afraid to think outside of the box, right? So many people like to think that this is what I've decided I want to do, right? This is the, the thing I'm going to I'm start my business because I want to fix this, right? And sometimes the, first, the, the initial results come back from the first month or two of sales or whatever it is, and you realize, wow, it doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like that many people are interested in this. Don't be afraid to pivot. So many people think I'm going to die on this hill because I decided I'm going to be this. Okay. You can. Go ahead. Me and Aaron will pick up and we'll sell whatever you got left. You just <laughs> send it our way. Um, <laughs> but seriously, don't. So many people get so hung up on like, this is what I'm going to be. I thought that I was going to sell suits and ties the rest of my life. And now I sell women's underwear and handbags, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me. That yeah. was a choice, and man. Apparently I look like I know what I'm doing. And no. he feels closer to home than he's <laughs> ever felt. Mm. Well, you know, yeah, you should Just talk. need to get those pierced <laughs> earrings back. Oh, I got, I got, Kels, can I borrow some of your hoops? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good advice. I mean, at the same, you know, people do die in that hill, right? There's so many don't you think there's so many, and I'm asking this not only to you, Maddie, but also to Wes, like, don't you think there's so many businesses in this community and other communities that you've met, that you've experienced, that you've heard about that do one thing and they've, they're in business for three months, six months, nine months, a year, maybe two, if they're lucky. And, yeah. and yeah. you think, God, that was such a cute little business. So there's such a cool concept. Why did they fail? And, and people, everybody's like, why did, they, why did they go out of business? You hear it all the time. Like, I, I'm really surprised. And I feel like really a lot of times the reasoning is, is that they were so, so stuck on one 
one state of mind, one vision, and I get yep. why that's important because you gotta you gotta narrow that focus and you gotta you gotta really go at it. Okay, that's great if you're in a workout program. Once, but okay? yeah, that's once you but know what you're trying to be. When it comes to business to and you see that eighty percent of your dollars or seventy percent of your dollars or sixty percent of your dollars are going towards something that is a part of your business, but it's a little bit left of what you thought it was going to be. Then go that way. Yep. Then follow yep. that direction. Just see what happens. Then learn that direction. You got to be willing to be pivot. You got to be willing to be flexible. Business is all about being flexible. Would you agree with that, Wes? I would. I think a lot of businesses open with a broad idea of a problem that they want to solve and they lack a hook. And that's especially true on the restaurant side. I talk about it a lot with my restaurant clients that I consult with, but it's also true on the retail side. And I think you can see businesses that sustain for even longer periods of time, they might even have a good value proposition. Maybe they're fully organic in whatever the food is that they're serving. But if there's not some one specific thing that's bringing people in, that's a great margin, that's a great, uh, you know, you're known for notoriety yep. and it doesn't build that Chilitos. you're going to have a tough time. And for Jay Long's, it's always been the men's clothing, the suits specifically. And so you have a great hook to start with and you've been able to build on top of it in a way that's allowed you to expand like crazy. And there's other businesses, especially again, I focus a lot on the restaurants that lack that hook and they, they try and pander, you know, that yeah. whatever the current timing is, oh, we need to really lean into vegan. We really need to lean into a specific uh-huh. niche. And that just niching doesn't do it. You need something that people are Unless literally lighting word of mouth on fire like yes. Chilitos. That's what almost got them before I came. I'm not even lying, guys. <laughs> I was I was on my way. I'm like, God, I don't have enough time. Well, Tenley wouldn't have appreciated if you didn't bring some home. Right? Dude. When I go there, there's no such thing as a three Cholito order. It's a 10 <laughs> Cholito order every damn time. And my wife's like, are you getting tacos? I'm like, oh, of course I did. <laughs> but there's no. Good. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, sorry, I got you, got you off subject. But No, but I, I think you can jump right on the same bandwagon when it comes to what you, you think. Um, definitely. You know, I, I just, the hook is the thing that I talk about with my clients all the time is, is you need to find whatever that is and build around it. Yep. Yeah, because, and your hook can change. So many people don't understand, like, your business is, a, is it's an evolution, right? Yep. And what you, what it was the day you started was great. That That is what it was. And, that's and it like worked for, or it didn't work? Yeah, for Aaron and I, same thing. When Well, and when we started, it wasn't even a new business, but when we kind of bought know, in, bought in, it was what it was. And we wrote it and we did it and it was great. But I'm the older I get, the more I realize, I'm like, you know what? Obviously, we want to be true to who, the core that we've that we've developed. But what I would tell them is, yeah, don't don't think that this is what you have to be. You know. Well, earlier when we were talking about the women's brands, and and feel free to correct me because it's definitely your business. This is just my perception. But we were talking about women's clothing. You tried to do it back in oh eight oh nine, something like that. Didn't work out quite the same. And I had said you know, a full-throated approach. I don't know what you guys had done back then, but really when I say that, what I mean is thinking about what now is your women's hook for me, which is Lululemon. Yep. And so that's the thing that I think about on the women's side that does that for you. Well, that was huge. I mean, I can't say Lulu wasn't huge. It was, and again, that would, I got to hand that one to my sister, Bree. She, she was, uh, from the get-go, I remember we brought in, I remember goes back to about six months before we brought them in and this was probably this is probably august of 2019 
And I remember Aaron asked me this weird question. And Aaron asked me weird questions all the time. So I don't want to act like this is like abnormal. <laughs> Hi. But he's like, Matt. Aaron. He's like, Matt. Hey, hold on. Let me try it. He's like, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what do you think? No. He's like, Matt, what do you think the next uh, endeavor is in this in this this world, this uh, you know, suiting world or clothing world? And I'm like, you know, cause he does it. He just throws me like fat curveballs and I'm just like okay and I remember thinking to myself I'm like you know I really think athleisure I think there's so many things happening with high-end athletic wear I'm like I don't know I don't know exactly what that means but I think that's where a lot of this is headed and that happened to be like six months before COVID Apparently, I just am like a prophet. I mean, Aaron, <laughs> no. well, that's a great demonstration of both of you because Aaron is asking the question which normal people would never yeah. ask, and you're coming up with well the angle that you're currently seeing. And the funny thing is, we, making it happen. We go to market, and I find this company that I'm like, this is the one. This is the one we got to have. And literally, right next door to that company, the booth, the booth, right mm-hmm. next door. Aaron, Jamie, my dad are like, we need this one. Yep. And I remember being like, you're dumb. <laughs> and then we went to dinner. Remember, I remember I said, yeah. like, we, we, we like, all right, let's shelf it. Let's go to dinner and we'll just, we'll talk and whatever. We, him and ha, and him and ha, him and ha. And I, it was more like them telling me, like, this is the right one. You're stupid. <laughs> like, your hair is pretty, but this, not, like, you're still dumb. <laughs> this is a I'll, really I'll great comment. I'll tell my redemption yeah, in a second. This but is we'll let essentially, this is what happened. But no, he, um, I'm like, all right, the next morning I wake up, we're like, all right, let's do, let's do Viore. Viore mm-hmm. was the name of the line, right? Yep. And I won't say the other one because it's a secret. Um, but I said, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. So we bought it, and then we didn't just buy men's. At that point, we were just a men's store. It we're also like, took you a little bit to agree to that. Do you remember I, that? Yeah, you guys were like, we you could do women's. And I'm like, we don't do women's. You know, I was, was I was not hardcore on, on not doing women's. I was bitter from how it ended the first go-around. It took him about <laughs> two to three times. He he. We were in Chicago at the Merchandise Mart in downtown Chicago. Again, Matt does the, as he said earlier in the podcast, the boring job about going in, doing the current clients we have and buying the product, their new seasonal product, right? And Jim Long and I went and floated around and we were finding product, finding new product. And I remember seeing this brand that kept floating across my social media, all right, called Viori, V-U-O-R-I. And I thought, God, that looks for Big Mountain. It, it does stand for Big Mountain. And... um I, I just kept thinking, gosh, that seems really cool. And I love their marketing and they do it for men and women. Well, anyways, Jim and I were wandering around and we wandered by the booth. And I was like, Jimmy, I'm like, I've seen this. I've seen this brand like on social media. Let's just stop and chat with these guys. So we, we stopped and chatted with the guys at the booth, two guys, and they explained the product and they were showing us all the men's stuff and they were explaining how uh, they they were so excited that we saw them on social media and they're out of Southern California Uh Side note, uh, the two founders of the company, one is a surfer and one is a hedge fund manager. Kind of an interesting uh, collaboration there. And uh, we liked what they were doing, athletic shorts, athletic tops, um, you know, just very tech type materials. And they also did it for women. And we're looking at it and we're like, gosh, this is really cool. This is really cool. But the way that we operate is we get information and we we kind of vet the product a little bit so that we can bring jamie and matt along to look at it 
You stew. Yeah, because we because we're like the two biggest analytic a holes there are. Well, yeah, but you stuff. also are, you're also busy doing valuable information or valuable buying of the products we currently have, the brands we currently have. So we kept bringing them over there, and Matt was a little bit. He was definitely the first time or two that we brought him over there. He didn't have a lot of time because he'd have like, you know, 15 minute half hour windows to go check it out. And he's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And he was very obsessed with this brand to the left of the booth. Like he said, which I won't say because he doesn't want to say it. But this right, other it brand. Was, it was Roan. Roan. R-H-O-N-E. Roan. he's like, no, this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. But they just didn't fit what we were doing. And He kept bringing it up. He's like, no, I don't want this. I want this brand. And I kept looking over there. And I'm like, Okay, it's it's kind of similar and it's okay, but their 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 offerings were honestly like a third of what Viore had displayed. Yeah. And anyways, we just kept saying eventually once he was, he seemed to be open minded about it um, for the men's, and then Jimmy and I said, "Why don't we bring in some women's? You know, we have so many of these wives and girlfriends that come into our store that say, hey, we love what you do for men's, but.'" would love if you guys would carry women's and we kept saying we, we were saying to him at that time let's bring in some women's let's see how it goes our wives would love it people would love it let's do it that was the seed he that finally tipped on it and we brought generous. it in we brought it into the into the store and this was what two years ago maybe three years ago um no it was fall of 2019 fall of 2019 so what is that? A few years ago. Yeah, two and a half years two, ago. Holy crap. That was not that long ago. But we brought it in and it sold. It just crushed. And all just of a crushed. sudden, Jay Long started doing women's. And then, but that's, but that's what led us. That's what led Bree to say, hey, why don't we reach out to Lululemon? I'm like, well, they'll probably tell us to take, take a hike. But if we learned anything from the Laverne girls, mm. Aaron, Aaron and I don't care if they tell us to take a hike. A no's a no, but we, we you just, never know. We just keep on living our lives, right? Keep so, on keeping. Yes, keep on keeping on. So we, uh, all right, so, all so right, all right. we, and when I say we, Bree <laughs> reached out to Lululemon, and she said, more or less, would you guys be interested, right? And we didn't hear a damn thing for a week, two weeks. I'm thinking, well, I told us to take a hike, you know, which whatever. That's kind of what we expected. And out of the blue, comes an email. And they, they say, not only are they interested, but they've heard of us. And we're thinking, what? We haven't even started making really good videos yet. <laughs> you know, We hadn't at that time. We at that point, our lot. videos were good, but they weren't that good. <laughs> but uh, no, they'd heard of us, and they were interested. And we thought, Yahtzee. Yeah. Let's, let's lean into this one. And that's really where all of a sudden we started, and it happened about two months before COVID, right? So we started doing it, and it was awesome. And it actually probably helped us, like, during COVID because there was almost this weird buzz. Kind of helped us. It did help us. It did help us, yeah. It but was the it, only name that kept. But had had COVID not happened, I mean, <laughs> true, helped us. We could have exploded the thing, which we have since then. But it kind of sat in this um, holding pattern, if sure. you will, for about six months. Until all of a sudden, everything broke up and you could start living lives again. And then it just started going. And then once that started going, then we were thinking, why why are we just doing this? We should be looking at other athletic lines. And that's where we found Aloe, which I'll tell you. I mean, Lulu's fantastic. I'm 
personally, I love aloe. I think it's such a cool line. I love VR. I, I mean, I like every line that we do to some degree or another. I there, I pick from every one of them, right? You look through my closet, you're like, you got a little bit of everything here, don't you? But it's everything that each line does. And I try to explain this to people. I'm like, whether it's Viore or Lululemon or Aloe or any of these, they're all very comparable. But what are you doing in them, right? What are you using them for? If you use them for the, the right reason that they were created, you will love the product. Like, you will understand why Lulu cre- started what and, and is what they are today. It's because they, they, their relentless pr- pursuit of trying to make what you do, whether it's working out or just living life, easier or more comfortable, right? And that's what they've done. And, but every line has done that. And Lulu is a little more focused on working out, right? Whereas Viore is a little bit more focused on like, they have, at, they have working out stuff that you can work out in, but they also have stuff that's more lifestyle, stuff that you'd wear to the beach, stuff that, you know, they're, they're like Aaron said, they were created by a surfer and a hedge fund manager, right? So it's, it's basically, it's just a little, it's a one-off, it's a, it's just a little spin on Lulu, but it's in sure. a different direction. Same thing with Aloe. And once you start realizing what these companies are about and finding out what you like in each one of them, oh, it's dangerous. It's <laughs> so, because it's, there's so much cool stuff. There's so much there. What did that, I know my answer, but I want to hear it from you because I've never really asked you that. But um, what do you think that meant to Mankato to bring those brands to Mankato? I mean, it's big. It was, because really there's no outlet I mean, Lulu, first, just bringing that in, was big, right? But Lulu is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much there with Aloe and Viore. There's so many cool things in that in that lineup. Um, but what does it mean? It just means we have we have something that you wouldn't get in, until you got to a larger, you know, metropolis, if you will. Mm-hmm. But saved people the drive. Yeah, it saved them the drive, but on top of that, they they got to know our store. What I think was cool was we have the opportunity to be, obviously we have Lululemon, but we have the opportunity to show you, not, it's like walking into a Lulu store. And I don't know if you've ever been to, well, I, Wes, I know you've been to Austin, right? Oh, yeah. In Austin, Texas, I love Austin, Texas. I'm wearing my, wearing my Hook'em Horns shirt right now, actually. Nice. Um, uh, shout out to my friends down in Austin. Yeah. Um, Caleb, Erica, there you go. Um, but no, hey, yo. when you when you go down there, what I thought was so cool is you got a Lulu on one corner, and then like a block away, you've got Aloe. And you don't understand that these are two big companies. These are two really cool companies. We get to carry them all. Like we have the we have the luxury of not just having Lulu. We have Aloe. We have Vior. We have and then on. Like we have these staple lines that most most stores would be happy to have one of them. We got them all, yeah, and we're still looking. It's a blessing. <laughs> we are too. We're never. We're never done. I love it. It's but. really. It's really a blessing. Um, I have to say, and obviously, it's easy for Matt and I to sit here and 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 talk about our business because that's what we're representing right now. It's easy for us to talk about it because we're passionate about it and we we sell the product. Um, but it really is cool to be from this community, to be born and raised in this community, and to have a business that represents some of the most progressive lines yep. um, for men and women 
and to provide an experience. And I think my own take on this before we get to the final five questions, Matthew. Nice. Matthew. He loves when I say Matthew. Final five. Final five. Um, I think what's really unique about being in this community, again, is that we are providing a business that allows people to find product that's unique and different and makes them feel better about themselves. And we can also be a part of the customer experience. Customer experience is something that I always preach um, when I'm out and about in the community. I think it's so important. It's it's not um, customer service is something that I, <laughs> I like customer experience better than customer service. And the reason why is because people walk through our doors and um, this is, I'm not asking for confirmation on this, but I want people to know this. Um, we appreciate you. And when you come through our doors, you are family. You are family. And we want you to feel like family. And we want you to realize that what we want is for you to feel at home and to find product that's unique, whether it's a gift for a friend or a neighbor or your mother or your spouse um, or something for you to make you feel um, the best about yourself. And I think that is fantastic. And, and I surely appreciate anybody who's listening who has shopped us before. And those who haven't, it's not a, a, a guilt factor by any means, but I hope that you stop in sometime. No, in fact, you, we, we you invite you and don't, and don't feel obligated. Like, What's cool about our store, not to cut you off, Aaron, but... You cut me off. Yeah, I don't care. Um, what's cool, though, is that <laughs> I don't feel... And this is a lot of Jim Jensen. This is your family. This so is, what's your message? No, this is your family, too, Aaron. It's your family. Um, what we don't, we don't want you to feel pressured, right? That's the last thing we want you to feel when you walk in. We want you to... We, I'm a firm believer that it's more, a lot more fun to buy than to be sold, right? Yeah, for sure. When you buy something, you go home and you show all your friends, guess what I just got, right? Yeah. If somebody sold you something, it's different. It is. And that's the one thing, and Aaron and I'll admit, Aaron is great at, at teaching and, and helping the staff as they, as they grow, understanding that. Like, we're not here to cram shit down people's throats. Yeah. I mean, we want good sales, but good sales will come if you have good inventory and good people. You don't need to worry about it. And you guys do an excellent job of that. And I think, um, to Aaron's point, no guilt, no pressure on coming in, but it's really excited to be able to announce on this podcast that you guys are offering a 100% discount <laughs> to all visitors what? that oh, mention the Get Deep podcast Hold on, in West. store. And bring me Shit. a Chilito. <laughs> <laughs> so... I want to get to the fast five and I uh, appreciate all the, all of you guys who are listening right now who have stayed with us and uh, followed the, the uh, little random trail that Matt and I have blazed uh, through tonight along with our good friend, Wes. Um, we obviously have passion for uh, Jay Longs and what we do. Um, but uh, we want to give Matt a little fast five action here. Um, and are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you- I was like, because you do this to me all the time. You're like, you ready? I'm like, no, I'm what? never ready because you throw me so many weird questions. <laughs> and you're you like, answer quick. I'm like, uh. You don't, to, <laughs> you don't have to take your shirt off, dude. Leave it on. <sighs> but I, but sometimes the nipples just need to breathe, you know? The nipples need to breathe. Right, Amen. Wes, right Free Wes? the nipples. Right, Wes? <laughs> yeah, get so, it. So, Matt, uh, question number one. Matt is a 
he, Matt, Matt's a big hockey player. He he plays hockey today. He has uh, multiple leagues he plays in. Uh, he's a big hockey guy. He's been playing since he was very young. And um, I want to know, question number one, Matthew James Long, See? if you were a hockey player today, okay, today's mm-hmm. players, not anybody in the past, who do you think that you are as a hockey player? <laughs> oh, God. What player would kind of exemplify you and uh, and why? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I got nothing for you here, guy. Nobody, nobody in the National Hockey League exemplifies Matt Long. No, because I'm so special, uh, so unique. Yeah, such a unique skill. Do you set. need me to <laughs> ask you somebody in the past? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, there's never been one like Matt Long. Oh, I guess yeah, I'm, so try- I'm trying to think of someone who I. I try to, you know what, and I hate to say it because I'm bitter. Um, you know who I really liked? Somebody that I always, I liked to emulate, and they're now gone. They're no longer part of the wild. Uh, but I really liked Zach Parise's style. Um, I'm really happy we got rid of his contract, for the record. Great job, Minnesota Wild. But I will say, watching him over the X many years he played for the Wild, his style was, I loved his style. It was Why? Because it, it was gritty, right? He never shied away. He'd dive in a corner. He didn't care. It's not that he didn't care. He just knew that his energy, what he brought, everybody else would feed off of. But he had to, he had to be gritty. He had to, you know, to work, right? And um, I always related to that. I don't know, you know, and, um, all my hockey buddies are like Hachi and all those buddies not a chance he's lazy he likes to sit by the blue line <laughs> no it's just because i like to score goals guys um no um but i always really liked his style because I, I i appreciated it is it there's there's not enough people like that and not just in hockey in life that are, are will grind and they're and they and that's what they're about they're like it's okay grinding is an attitude and it's it's not a bad thing it's for sure i like a, it it's a trait right shout out to zach Parisi. Question number two, Matthew James Long. So obviously you've been successful in the retail clothing business, but if you were to step away today and pivot to another business, what business would that be that you think you could be successful in and why? I haven't given this any thought. The glitzy business or whatever the hell we were saying. Uh, the glitzies? I yeah, could those. start a glizzy empire. <laughs> I do think I could, could explain to people right. what glizzy is again. The, the new term, you know, these young youngins. Dog. I'm pretty sure it's a hot dog. I hope to hot God, dog stand. It's a hot idea. dog. Yeah. Maybe a hot dog stand. <laughs> Talking about a sexual act here for all I. I don't know. It could you guys be are teaching these me. kids these days. They're you so woke. Have, you know, you, you could have a glizzy stand. Matt's yeah, or glizzy stand. that, or I could have like a I don't know a, a malt a malt stand. Fuck you. <laughs> That's my thing. That's why he looked at me. You want to do a malt laugh. stand? Because I love you malt. Always I've always talked about shop. having a malt shop. I had a malt shop. I had a malt like, shop. Like, had a malt for dinner money, today. Guy. Did you? With, with my dinner, I should clarify. <laughs> I had a malt with my dinner I tonight. love malt. Yeah. I love good. malts. I've always um, wanted to have a malt to, stand. To answer your question, I don't know, man. I I truly think that I went, I went to MSU and graduated with a business in, or a degree in business management, right? And, and I realized you can go anywhere. You can do with as long as the mind is right and that and you understand what you're tr- what the, that company is trying to do, you can go anywhere. 
So I, but in in all honesty, I haven't given it any other thought because what we're doing now feels right. It feels like this is what I'm supposed to do. So I don't know when we retire, maybe start like a pickleball, uh, like a tournament, maybe. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> Aaron's like. That's as dumb as I these, thought it was going to be. These That's are the not, fast five, by the way. Yeah, yeah, these are very <laughs> slow. I've turned this into like a no. They're slow always slow. Pitch. There's nobody. There's maybe in a few guests that have answered them really quickly. Number three, what drink describes you? What drink? Alcoholic, non-alcoholic? Just what? What is the drink that describes mm. Matt Long? I want to say margarita because I like to party. Amen. I, do, I love. I love some tequila. I do. Uh, and it usually loves me back. Um, That's oh, a good answer. I, I just love tequila. We can leave it at that. I would have guessed whole milk. but <laughs> On a hot day. <laughs> question number four. <laughs> question number four. Hope for Mankato. And what I mean by that is like as a business owner and what have you experienced being in business as growing up here um, your whole life, when you look around at the progression of Mankato, where things have gone, where things are going. What is your hope for your hometown? This I, I do have an answer for. Um, first of all, I'll say uh, I'm very happy. I, I love what, uh, well, the, the you know, Mayor Massad and just all the, the people in Mankato have done over the years, not just and beyond Mayor Massad, but... Um, the city council, whether it's North Mankato, Mankato, they've done a great job. I, I, I'm a townie, right? I was born and raised in this town, and I, I remember, I remember it. It was a lot more. It feel, I, I want to say in my early years, it seemed a lot more industrial. Um, I love what they're gonna do with Turtle Lot. I mean, as we sit here, we're like four blocks away from Turtle Lot, and I think what they're doing there is awesome. I, I love watching them make the not just the city not just mankato but north mankato the surrounding communities i love watching them make it better right it's like what they did at uh in lower north with the uh spring lake park pool it's awesome i just love seeing them upgrade and make things better and there's this the new bridge that's going to be going in in sibley i just love it i love the direction they're headed it's we have such a cool community and and, and it's gonna i'm gonna sound like a homer but truly i think we have such a cool there's so much history just seeped in this area and it's just so it's so, such a cool it's a beautiful area too on top of that it's not you have these rolling beautiful hills i mean so you hope it continues i do i do i hope they just whoever the people that the elected officials as we move forward i just hope they keep it up um and people like najwa and the the city council and the people that have that have done it this far They've set the bar pretty high, and I'm so happy for that because I just think it's awesome. It's so it's so cool because I remember what it was when I was a kid, and I've got a daughter who's about to turn 11, uh, Tenley. She's awesome. But she gets to see this city through a lens that is, in my opinion, a lot nicer than the one that I had. And it wasn't like I didn't grow up in a, in a crappy town. I just think it's just it keeps getting better. I remember when they brought the city art walk to town, and I'm like, Okay, why? What? Why do we need that? It's awesome. It's such a nice touch, and things like that. And we have so many little things like that. And all of a sudden, you know, the first time you get you get one of those, and it's like, okay, whatever. But we have so many things like that in this area, and this community just keeps getting better and better. And the people that are that are 
pushing us along, all I'll say to them is keep it up. You're doing a great job. I love it. Amen. I love that answer. Uh, Last question, Matthew James Long on the Get Deep podcast. If tomorrow was your last day, if tomorrow was your last day, what would you be like this? (laughs) If tomorrow was your last day on this planet, this earth, uh, what would you tell Tenley and Kel's message? What would you leave to your family? What would be the message that you would tell them? And it can be them slash as a whole people that know you, but just in general, like what would you say would be your last like message, your last piece of advice? What would it be, Matty? Stealing my question. He's, over you here, know, huh? he does this all the time. He likes to get so deep and he knows that this is not my Did you jam. forget? He knows this is, <laughs> this is not a, your jam. Shallow Bullshit. Bullshit. And this um, is the Get Deep podcast. Uh, get those floaties off. And I, I, beyond <laughs> beyond like the, the super emotional side of it, like the, the obviously I, lo- I love them and I'd want them to know that I'll always be with them. And, but just to not be afraid to just be yourself and just keep, and my wife and my daughter are two of the most awesome people I know. And I just say, keep being you. You guys are, you guys are awesome. I don't surround myself with you. Well, my daughters, she, unfortunately she didn't get a choice to be surrounded by me, but I don't surround myself with you guys because I need, I want you to change. Right. I love who you are, and I think that you guys are awesome. My wife busts her butt. Like she's, she's, there's no one like her, right? She works so hard, whether it be for the family, at her job. Uh, she was, and we didn't haven't really touch on this, but she was a tasting manager out at um, Chankaska for, yeah, I knew I should have remembered this, for like a decade, a long time. She recently just scooted over. She's now the uh, marketing coordinator out there and she's she's awesome she just hustles she's she works so hard all the time uh what like i said whether it's for for work or for the family <sighs> i got two great gals that i get to go home to every night plus my dog nala and baxter <laughs> <laughs> and good old baxter they are good dogs they're good dogs and so just be yourself just be yourself your yeah message. just you guys you don't need to uh overthink it because You've got, you're already great people. Just just keep on keeping on. It sounds stupid, but really. <laughs> it doesn't sound stupid. That's less legit advice. I think that's something that all of us can take uh, that are listening to the Get Deep podcast tonight. I think it's, uh, or whenever you listen to it, um, be yourself. And um, yourself is good enough. And we've had a lot of people on the podcast in the past, Wes, who are in mental health. And I think a, a big message to that to end the podcast is... Um, that by being yourself, you give the world a gift of what your talents are and who you are. And I think that's huge. And when you hold that back, a lot of times you're holding back and letting people know who you truly are and the gifts you can bring, whether it's in business or just uh, your personality and uh, bringing cool things to light. So uh, Matthew, James Long, I appreciate you for being my friends for t- my, my, my best friend for 20 you gotta, years. You got to stop you just using the H-E-W, you know that. I know, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like 20 times tonight. It's a record. I, I do. I do. No one's pre- ever been so mad at you. <laughs> I know. I know. You're a good guy. Uh, you have done a ton for Jay Long's and in, in progressing uh, the business and pushing the business into the future. I think you've got a bright business mind. Um, I think that um, this 
I'm obviously biased, but I think this community, it's a blessing to have our business located in this community and giving people an awesome customer experience. Um, I really appreciate that we're here and doing big things and I encourage people to check us out and what we're doing. And Wes, I also appreciate all the work that OMG does as far as marketing for our business and, and putting fun slash stupid uh, videos out there because that's really who we are is just fun, stupid, uh, lighthearted guys and gals. So thank you for that. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, to the Get Deep podcast. And I hope you all have a fantastic summer. Thank you.